Stephen, uh, I'm feeling out of sorts a little bit. Um, oh, no. Not only are we recording at a different time than normal, we're doing Sunday night instead of Sunday morning, Yep. if you can believe it, but also, um, and this has never really come up on our podcast before, but we're recording episodes out of order. And, oh, yeah. Uh, so weird. I... I I feel time displaced. So <laughs> is to, it weird? To, does it like make you feel body weird almost? Like a little bit. I, th- yeah. I feel like I'm jacked into the matrix, oh. my very damn self. But uh, for the listeners, uh, we've already recorded episode 250. This is episode 249, and mm-hmm. we're recording 251 tomorrow <laughs> night. Wait, before 250 even comes out. Exactly. Wow, yeah. that's even more displaced. We're, I didn't we're, realize. We're... We're recording 251 before 249 and 250 come out. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's really bizarre. It really messes with ar- my head a little bit. Damn. I've already sta- started taking notes for uh-huh. the movie we're discussing <laughs> oh, no. on 251, <laughs> even though we're here on episode 249. So I'm just trying to keep everything straight as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, luckily, the the notes that I've got on my phone mm-hmm. here are uh, are properly labeled. Maybe. I don't know. Well, we'll see. I, you'll start talking about something. I'll be like, Brent, I have not seen that yet. Um, yep. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're referencing. We do generally stop or try not to do that, right? Like, it's like we try mm-hmm. to, to keep our topics, uh, like when we wa- rewatch things, whatever, like separate mm-hmm. week to week and record an episode before we go to the next one. But my folks are coming into town next weekend, so we won't be able yeah. to record then. And then uh, we're having a guest on for uh, Matrix Reloaded 251. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's, he's available tomorrow on Monday to record. And so I realized when you were talking about this before the show, that that means we will have also recorded four episodes <clears throat> in eight days mm-hmm. when we usually record one every seven days right uh, <laughs> which is wild that it hasn't felt like mm-hmm. that compact to me until you mention it and you're like oh my god that we have like so many coming out and it feels kind of weird mm-hmm. like i'm afraid yeah. i want to reference something that's not out yet you know? <laughs> <laughs> we do that constantly we where we're like that. wait was that in the outtakes and know. that's just like on that <clears throat> specific record i know, you know yeah don't even get to be started on a whole different day of recording god yeah so. i know i was like uh, there, there, there are things I want to say in reference yeah. to episode 250, but you know, well, I'm going to try and keep that reserved so people can listen to it and, and enjoy that. But speaking of episode 250, mm-hmm. um, we we're kind of going back and forth on what we wanted to do for that episode. We thought, well, maybe we'll just make that part of uh, Matrix May or mm-hmm. Matrix, uh, as as we prefer to call it. Yep. It doesn't sound good, but I mean, that's kind of part of its charm. Yep. Um, Matrix. <laughs> I like to add a little horse in there. Of course, yeah. Mm, a horse, of um, course, of course, of course. But we had an opportunity come up to where we had some extra time available to yeah. us to where we were like, okay, let's let's do a, a special 250 episode. So this episode, of course, people are listening listening to it on the Tuesday it comes out and not any day after. Damn on straight. The it, comes it can, it's only available the date of release. Well, if you don't listen to the day of release, it makes me even more confused about what we're releasing. So everybody has to do it on Tuesdays. I can't. Oh I God. can't accept it any other way. If you're not listening to this on Tuesday, May tenth, twenty twenty two, I don't know what to tell you. Yep, it's fucked. You know, <laughs> it's fucked. <laughs> It's messing with my brain, so stop it. <laughs> yeah. Stop the dishes you're washing or listening to this. Uh-huh. Stop recording. Please stop. Wait, Keep recording. fucking, though. Oh, keep yeah. fucking. Yeah. Keep it. Just edge yourself. Listen keep to those tight, outtakes. guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, th- yes, this episode you're recording, or where you're listening to, we're recording right now. Oh, my God. I'm confusing who does what. Mm-hmm. Um, this is out on the 10th of May. 2022 we've got a bonus episode coming out this friday the 
checks notes 13th <gasps> oh, my. oh my goodness that's exciting stuff man yeah and that will be episode 250 and uh you know we just did a little something special mm-hmm. it's a it's another short one <laughs> comes in at <laughs> just over two hours <laughs> for some reason <laughs> we can't not do it i don't know how that happens i really don't we really mm. did aim for like an hour yeah but maybe it's because we talk for like 20 minutes about mm-hmm. uh, all this bullshit and then we're like hey you guys want to hear 10 minutes about our schedule for recording this podcast and how fucked up it feels to us mm-hmm. okay yeah. cool yeah look it's content you know uh, damn straight um you know to be fair on uh, episode 248 when we talked about the first matrix movie mm-hmm. i think that one was uh it was a less than two it hours was very fat it was like an hour and mm-hmm. 20 or something even it was, yeah it's like barely even yeah, an episode yeah. oh, so we yeah. can go back and re-record that one i guess you know yeah, we're um, gonna have to re- yeah, for sure. That's not going to stand. <laughs> we have to redo it. Yeah. Yeah, gather Sarah and Josh, you know, mm-hmm. and the baby. And yeah. uh, let's get back to it. Princess but, Leo. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, we'll have an episode this upcoming Friday, the 13th, uh, episode 250. It's a fun one. Mm-hmm. I, was oh, yeah, editing, was I was uh, editing it together, and uh, I had some, uh, some nice hearty chuckles listening back Excellent. to it myself. And, yeah, um, yeah I, I hope people will enjoy that. Uh, it's a very light, easy breezy conversation, mostly about death. Oh yeah. Stuff. What so, else do you do for two fifty, man? It's fun. Gather the kids. Yeah. You know, <laughs> around the around the old tube, around the old mm. radio. Hell yeah. Turn us up. You know, right. we weren't gonna do a two fifty like you said, and then uh, mm-hmm. we did have time, and I'm so glad we did because it was a lot of fun, and it's kind of fun to celebrate those big milestones. And I, mm-hmm. I felt like there's a certain period of time, like uh, when I was dating my wife, say, like it was like, oh, like we were teenagers especially, so it was like, oh, it's like our one month anniversary, and mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, it's like, well, for a while it was like a couple months, like it was like two months, three months, it was like a big mm-hmm. deal, right? And then eventually you're like six months, a year, and then like you stop celebrating months, like that's weird. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta you switch it up and. Uh, so this one, it's like, you know, I feel like we, I, I, first I was going to be like, well, we don't need 250. Like we did 200, we'll do 300. That'd be cool. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm kind of glad it's, it's a big milestone, you know? Yeah. So, oh. and then you can throw a fun episode in there, but, mm-hmm. and, uh, kind of throw it in the, into the matrix. I like, uh, breaking off a cool 50, you know? Oh yeah. And just snap one off, start a new one. Are you, are you just hungry for Slim Jims? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Uh-huh. It's yeah. okay. Ever, 250, ever right? Ever since Macho Man died, you know, mm-hmm. it's just not been the same. Yeah. Macho Man was the name of your Tamagotchi, yes? Yeah, Tamagotchi, yeah, it died. I threw it down the toilet, <gasps> flushed it. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to get rid of one. <laughs> it's like Annabelle shows up and it's like knocks on your door. You're like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. my Tamagotchi's back. <laughs> Let's pause recording so we go write that script real fast, come back. Okay, yes, yeah, we need to add that one to the books as Absolutely. well. Mm-hmm. So fucking yeah. good, man. Well, are we doing it? Are we in the I middle think of this? So. Are we already starting? I think so. I forgot. I, so, yeah. I got lost there a second, but uh, we're mm-hmm. doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where today we are talking about the Animatrix, mm-hmm. 2003's animated, nine nine animated stories, mm-hmm. serving as a sort of, I don't know, it's it's a, a lot of things. I thought it was going to be more of a uh, kind of a straight prequel to reload it or whatever, but it's really more just expanding the entire world of what the Matrix yeah. is. It tells all kinds of stories. And uh, I'm very excited to talk about that today with you, but uh, maybe maybe have a few things other to talk about first. Did you have anything you wanted to uh, pop open? Oh my goodness, Stephen, hmm. you created an, a segue. <laughs> pop, as in soda pop? Yes, I do have one. What? This is one I, I no came idea. across in the wild. I had no idea this even existed. Mm-hmm. I feel like you and I are usually pretty on the, the up and up with 
uh, variants of the larger soda beverages. Oh, yeah. I came across this one that's called Coca-Cola Starlight Limited Edition, and it on the bottom of it, it says space flavored. <gasps> what? What yeah. is that? I didn't, that's like so many words I don't even know how to like... <laughs> What what flavor am I doing here, guys? Yeah, I know. I don't I don't know what this could possibly taste it's like. Banana. Uh, it has like <laughs> <laughs> banana flavored flavored Coke. <laughs> they sent some taste buds up into outer space, oh, and yeah. they came back and it was like pretty much just just That's banana. Just a little bit of chicken. Interesting. It's like the mm-hmm. fake banana flavor, like the runt, like a banana runt. Ooh, hey, even better. Oh yeah, I'm on board. You're yeah. like, I don't like actual fruit, but I do like candy fruit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> My doctor keeps telling me to. <laughs> Um, to eat fruit for my health. I'm like, Doc, I eat like three bags of runts every day. <laughs> every day I'm trying. Do you want me? What do you want from me? Some Smarties? What do you want me? So <laughs> I get smarter? Come on, Doc. <laughs> yeah. No, I've started cutting it with some tricks, but, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, man. Um, so, yes, I'm going to uh, to try this because I, I have no idea what this could taste like. Let me open this bad boy. Ooh, Ooh. that was good. Shut Sounded like space, like a door opening did. in space, you know? All right, here we go. Hmm. <laughs> oh, that's a, not a bad face. I don't know what the... It tastes like Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that. That is so fucking funny to me. It's like, well, hmm. it's just not as good as Coke. I know that. It's, yeah. And, it's uh, like if, if uh, Pepsi was also cotton candy flavored... Oh, that's sort of my That's what I've been looking for from a Coke. <laughs> Finally, oh, they've done man. it. The science is there now. You know. Um, Read this. Yeah, what's this again? What's this called? This is uh, Coca-Cola Creations <laughs> Starlight Limited Edition, and then down at the bottom, underneath the calorie count, it says space flavored. I like that. Oh, below the calorie count. I thought you were yeah. going to say like, "There's no calories. It's space flavored. In space, you don't weigh anything, so mm-hmm. there's no calories." They're like, we... Exactly. We got you, FDA. <laughs> I'm In space, no one can hear you get fucking fat. Oh. See, that's mm-hmm. a good thing. Yeah, we should, exactly. We should embrace that. Um, I will say, number one, I looked this up trying to find out what that flavor actually is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the first thing was a, a Coca-Cola.com, you know, link to it, like Coca-Cola Starlight, new Coca-Cola Starlight. And then it says, the magic of Starlight, and experience an AR performance with your Starlight canner bottle. So not what? only can you drink this Pepsi concoction, but you can use your phone and make it into an AR experience. That's, that's yes. what I've been looking for from soda. I just need more experiences with my soda. I just need to interact with it more. I, more than just drinking it. You know, it's like I felt like there was something missing from my mm-hmm. soda experience. And I'm so glad that they jumped on that. Turns out that thing that was missing was space the whole time. Wow. Mm-hmm. The space yeah. portrayal. <laughs> <laughs> On their own website, it has three stars out of five <laughs> from 40 people. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's pretty good. The president of the company is like, eh, it's like mid-range. Like, I wouldn't yeah, drink it myself, but, but if people want to try it, we'll you know, put it's it fine. Out there, though, you know, we'll yeah, put it fine. out there. This is crazy. Like, uh, I've, I've bought multiple times that... Uh, nitro Pepsi because uh-huh. I thought it was just like so creamy and delicious. Oh yeah, you like that one a lot. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then uh, I, I bought this Coca-Cola and I was like, eh, this is just okay. Simply just okay. I So I'm reading about it. This is on foodnetwork.com so they're kind of reviewing, you know, what does it really taste like and they said it's, it's supposed to be a space-inspired Coca-Cola product 
Uh, but what is that supposed to mean, right? Like, what is the taste and feel mm-hmm. of space? So it says, uh, it's hard to say what space is supposed to taste like, but if you go by <laughs> this beverage, space kind of tastes like minty cotton candy sprinkled with vanilla and has sort of a red tint. Do you see it? It's like a red tint to it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why it would have a, a red tint to it, but yes, it, it does, most definitely. It does, right there. It says it has a fruity hint to it, so... You should tell your doctor you are getting some more fruit for that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Either way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. I like that you're adventurous. Mm-hmm. I Thank have you. My, my typical Coca-Cola can below me right here. And I'm drinking. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know why I said below me. It, it's it's just in front of me. I didn't mean mm-hmm. I was like sitting on it. That'd be weird. Below the uh, image that's displayed on your camera. Exactly. Yes. I got mm-hmm. lost in the Matrix. And yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't, if you're not out of it and you can't see the ones and zeros. So I don't know if I had to explain that to people, but I was not shitting out a Coca-Cola can. I want people to know that that is not my butt plug. Do you think there's ever been a stoner that's been like, dude, like when you look at the number two on a computer screen, that's just just made of like ones and zeros. What? How does it even two, man? Like a two is not even a fucking number? Oh my God, man. Okay, hold on, man, because, like, mm-hmm. you just blew my mind. Dude, like, I don't even want to know what a three <laughs> is made of. <laughs> I re- recently rewatched uh, Everybody Wants Some, the uh, Ooh, I've not seen it. Richard Linklater movie. It, mm-hmm. it it was described as a spiritual sequel to Dazing and Infused, and Dazing and Infused mm-hmm. is one of my favorite films of all time, and so that was a, that's a big thing to try to attain you know but uh so at first it, it didn't really click with me but i over the years i've really it's really grown on me uh but they have a, a really funny scene because it takes place in like 1980 i think and uh, they have a really mm-hmm. funny scene at, at this like you know austin college or whatever where they they all smoke a bong and it it is like i don't know it's one of the best like stoner scenes i think i've seen uh just their conversations and stuff and they're like they're trying to communicate i don't know i don't want to get into it you gotta watch it mm-hmm. but it's a uh, it's a good one so like whenever we're talking about that though some of the things that the way you talked about that i was like oh has he seen that movie because you're talking <laughs> just like one of the, specifically one of the guys in there and he has the squintiest eyes in the scene and it's so funny uh mm-hmm. the way they describe it but yeah i highly recommend that movie though i've been really Really wanted to watch it again, and I finally got back to it. And uh, now I'm like, I gotta watch it more. It's a, it's a very good like summer movie. I feel. I feel like I just came across that on some streaming service. Oh, I would love uh, that. And I was like, it. ooh, I gotta remember to yeah. go back and, and watch this. Hell and yeah. I simply have not have not done that. Yeah, We've well, been check doing it other out, stuff, man. You know? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I watch Dazing Infused every summer type of thing. It's like you know, end of school, and then uh, everybody wants some. Is then like starting college, so it's like the end of the summer and. Uh, I don't know. I just really like the vibes that Richard Linklater puts out in the world, man. So I highly recommend that one. Would you highly you recommend think, this Coca-Cola? No. Uh, do you think that <laughs> Richard Linklater, uh, he gets away with making these movies that span like several years, if not decades, mm. because he's like, I don't want this movie to come out now. I want it to come out Linklater. Hey, yeah, and the executives are like, God damn it, it's in his name. It's in his fucking name. God. You can't, you can't fool that. You can't. I like he commits so hard. Yeah. Shit. Well, fuck. <laughs> he's that good, man. Yeah. He's just that good. Isn't he doing another one of those with uh, Beanie Feldstein? Uh, Feld, Feldstein, yeah. I feel like with I'd heard, yeah, else. like another like years long project mm-hmm. of some sort. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember exactly the details of it, but I mm-hmm. love Boyhood. I love his his whole vibe, man. I love everything he does, and like. Uh, it's just cool. Like, he just tries different shit, and it works. 
pretty much everything I've ever seen of his work. So I don't think I've seen most of, or I don't even know if I've seen any of his work. I, I feel like maybe I saw a Days and Confused a long time ago. Yeah, I couldn't tell you anything that happens in it. You know, uh, School of Rock with Jack Black. Oh uh, yeah, that's him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. I don't know. I love School of Rock. You don't like that movie? Uh, I don't remember caring for it back in the oh day. Oh, my God. You but, should check you it know. out again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like a lot of his stuff. He did uh, the Before series, Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, mm-hmm. Before Midnight. That's another one. It's not... The stories don't film over years, but they take... they like It's like every 10 years, they kind of do a film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're, we're waiting to see if we ever get a new one of those. But that series is just very lovely. And uh, Ethan Hawke and uh, Julie Delpy are amazing in it. Um but then um, he's done a bunch of stuff I still haven't seen that I'm excited for. Like he did Waking Life uh, with Keanu, Keanu Reeves, and it's like um, they like filmed it in real life, but then they rotoscoped animated over it, and so oh. it's like this weird. It's supposed to be like a weird trippy kind of movie, and uh, apparently it's pretty cool. Like the way it, they, again he like pulls it off. He has these like cool ideas of things, um, and like a Scanner Darkly. Oh, that's the one I was thinking about. What's Waking Life? Maybe they're both. Yeah, it was like Scanner Darkly that, is that one. Familiar. Okay. Waking Life is also like an animated thing, kind of like that. Um, but those are two of them that I haven't seen. It has Woody and Buzz in it. Um, yeah. They're on an adventure. <laughs> um, oh, and then he did Bernie with uh, Jack Black. That was pretty funny, where he's like a, a funeral parlor owner or something like that. And then he like oh. befriends an old lady. Um, it's like quirky and weird, but uh, yeah, I really like that one a lot too. So yeah, I like, uh, I like a lot of Richard Linklater stuff. He just seems... Awesome. Seems like a cool dude. Uh, I'll have to look into some of that stuff because I have been wanting to watch the Before Trilogy. I've heard yeah. it's pretty good. It's awesome. There's some, One of our friends mentions it sometimes on Twitter and stuff, one of our like podcasting friends or something. And every time I'm like, I, I just like finding someone else that found that in the world because I found mm-hmm. it as like either on TV or like maybe a VHS and some store I just found, you know, and yeah. um, checked it out. And it's literally just like two people that meet on a train and then they just decide to like spend the night together like walking around the city just talking because they're waiting for like the morning train and it's literally just like talking and walking around but it's magical i fuck it their chemistry is insane and then the fact that like they're like at the end of it that's the whole thing is like we'll meet up again or whatever and then it's like they filmed another one like 10 years after that and they're like let's meet up again it's like fucking rad that they even tried that and like there's like a sequel series that like spans you know decades essentially so what if there's a fourth movie and it's essentially just the American version of Train to Busan? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I like the idea of watching yeah. something that completely throws you off, like a uh-huh. complete left turn randomly where mm-hmm. you're like watching a rom-com and then it shifts into gear into something else. So I'm down with that, basically. Like, if you don't want that, you have your original trilogy, uh-huh. right? It's already there set in stone. Yeah, you have that. It's not going to taint it. Yeah, for sure. And then at the beginning of the next movie, <laughs> uh, the director walks out. It's just like a fully white screen. He, he walks on screen. He's like, and now for a little something different. <laughs> <laughs> There's just an explosion for no reason. <laughs> That'd be amazing, too, because his films are not like explosion movies. Like, right. I haven't seen all of them. I don't know what all that they entail, uh, entail but mm-hmm. um, generally so. Not, not so much. So mm-hmm. that would be quite the, the difference. Yeah. And then, like, fucking, like, Vision from MCU flies in. You're like, what is happening in this movie? And you're like, I don't he's, know, man, but it's cool. He's battling Daffy Duck to the death. Like, what? Like a giant okay. Daffy Duck? Sure. Like a Iron kaiju? giant Daffy Duck. <gasps> Iron mm-hmm. giant Daffy Duck. And then when he opens his mouth, he goes, I am Groot. He's like, what? There's a this lot is, of... <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> I guess it's been diesel, but you, wait. Diff- Different. Okay. And then you look down, and you're like, oh, man, Space Jam 3. What the fuck am I watching? <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> How did I get sucked into this? Every time. Every time. Damn it. Man. Um, so uh, I, I do have one thing I want to mention before yeah, we uh, get into the, the Animatrix and, of course, anything you want to discuss as well. But, Stephen, I finally did it. <gasps> I did it. I'm excited. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been waiting so hard and so long Mm -hmm. for this opportunity that my um, DirecTV app has provided me. (gasps) Steven, there's a shitty movie I've been wanting to see. (laughs) Desperately. Um, What you got? Not because it's good, but I just want to see how bad it is. Like, there's a uh, comic book company called Valiant Entertainment. Okay. And they own, uh, they have their own superhero universe in the comics. And there was a time that these film rights to these characters were sold to a company called Sony. Oh. Now. They have a good track record. This is going to be good. They have an excellent track. Have Uh you seen Morbius? (laughs) The answer is no. No one's seen fucking Morbius. (laughs) But everybody saw The Doctor this weekend. Holy shit. 185 (laughs) million weekend is what I saw. Oh, really? 185 Damn. million weekend. That's crazy. Um, Steven, let me check my stock ticker. Uh, <laughs> yep. Turns out the doctor is in. Hey. You don't yeah. have stocks. I don't know. <laughs> I, I do like that uh, it's Multiverse of Madness. Mom comes out oh. Mother's Day weekend. Wow. Uh, Kevin Feige's operating on some next level shot. Yeah, match. Well, obviously. Dude, if you fucking see Kevin Feige on a computer screen... He's made of, like, fucking threes and fours, dude. <laughs> He's operating in a different level, man. Like, you don't even know. It's like threes, and then the fours are wearing a baseball cap of the movie what? that's coming out. It's crazy. <laughs> he did it. He pulled it off. He did it. He did it. <laughs> wow. But one of the characters that Sony acquired, and there was a... Hmm. Hmm. How to how to uh, phrase this properly? So there was a they, Sony is going to build their own separate superhero universe. They have the rights to the Spider-Man mm-hmm. family of characters, but they were like, well, we'll just go ahead and, and uh, get our own group of characters that we can make movies of. Um, they started making this one particular movie, and then like before this movie came out, <laughs> the Valiant Entertainment was like, yeah, I don't think so. Oh, we're on, I think we're just going to not do that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, because they were supposed to have, like, a shared superhero universe, and uh, I think they saw the way the wind was blowing, uh-huh. and they were like, no, thank you. Um, but the movie in question I wanted to discuss is called Bloodshot, Stephen. Oh, that! Vin Diesel's very own Bloodshot. Ah. Um, now, this movie came out, I think, uh if not before, then maybe during the pandemic. Mm. I only remember this because I, uh, at, at the very beginning of, uh, I think it was like, of 2020, I think March or April, How Did This Get Made did an episode on it. Oh, I was nice. like, okay. March uh, so, 13th, I, 2020. Really? Was okay, really, so yeah. just before. Right then, yeah. Honestly, maybe that's what caused it. <laughs> if we're being honest. Um because it it came out and they did the episode. I listened to it and I was like, "This sounds fascinating to me." Um, yeah. Some. What was that? I saw well, a, a look across your face. Because it's like I'm always fascinated by movies that like came out and they look so terrible that I didn't see them, and then like you kind of read about them later and you're like, "Oh my mm-hmm. god!" And that that person's in it. That person's in it. it has mm-hmm. Lamorne Morris, mm-hmm. uh, who's awesome, and then uh, Guy Pierce. I was like, Guy Pierce is in that. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I- you Guy know, Pierce. I like Guy Pierce a lot. He kind of he yeah. adds a little bit to me uh, to to any movie for me. And but mm-hmm. yeah, I was confused 
that I didn't even know they were in that until mm-hmm. just the Isaac second. Gonzalez is in it, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, she has me right in the Montauk. Well, yeah. Again, I forget her name, but yeah, baby. I was like the baby driver girl, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's yeah. pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, anyway, this movie, I, I've been waiting to watch it. It was not available on any streaming service. Sony doesn't have their own streaming service, so it's kind of mm. just like, Floating. where will it land? Yeah. Uh, I refuse to pay any type of money for it <laughs> because it looks like trash. And spoilers, it is trash. Yeah. Uh, eventually, it was just like airing on FX on oh, nice. our uh, Dish Network TV or like whatever we have. Mm. Direct TV. That's what it is. Gotcha. Um, and... I just happened to see that it was like it was in the middle of playing, but a, a second showing was happening right after. So I was like, "Record this, bitch!" Nice. And uh, did you I watch did. it that way? Did you watch the last uh, half first and the first half last? Because I would love that. That is the only way to watch <laughs> oh, this movie. That's the level of respect it deserves. Mm-hmm. Being DVR'd, yeah, and being sliced <laughs> with commercials throughout. You know that you have to uh, scrub through. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I did it. I feel accomplished. Yep. Uh, and after, like, it's kind of a fun movie, but also very, very stupid. The the stakes are almost non-existent. Before Vin Diesel's character gets uh, infected with the, like, um, well, obviously, but for people who don't know, and yeah, Bloodshot really is like, a, like a, a, a deep level, <clears throat> like, comic character. Um, he's a he's this, like, a mercenary who, um, it, it's a little bit like if uh, the Punisher was also Wolverine. And also mm. had like nanobots in them. Okay. So he's like a, a a guy that goes pew pew pew, bang bang <laughs> pew pew, um, uh, and then uh, when he gets like shot, he, he's got like nanobites in him, uh, like similar to Tony Stark's armor mm-hmm. in um, Infinity War and Endgame, where yeah, it, it like essentially lives on his skin and like plugs him up and all that stuff, repairs his body. Oh, it plugs him, him up. Is it plugs him up. Yeah, but plugs him. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> what level of jewel would you like today? <laughs> Just the biggest one you got. I, I am Jewel. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it doesn't work. I need one that's like the size of Richard Jewel. Oh, mm-hmm. that that speaks to me. I need one the size that could satisfy a whole. Looks directly into camera. <laughs> Family. <laughs> <laughs> one of those size butt plugs, yeah, you know. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, it's like him. It's like an origin story or whatever. Uh, he's a mercenary, gets uh, injured in the line of duty. This covert, uh, like, um, experimental company gets mm-hmm. his body, and they give him this these nanobots and are going to use him uh, to take out people for them, essentially. Sure. Um, there, there are a couple of, like, twists in there that um, I was a little bit surprised by, but the execution of everything is just so <laughs> bad. So terrible, yeah. Like, Lamorne Morris, I, I love. He's excellent in Game Night. In this movie, uh-huh. he's, like, English. He has an English accent. What? It throws me off a little bit. Um, he's still, like, fun in it, but I don't know. The the whole... That's funny, though. Um, Soniness of it all uh, throws me off a bit. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's certainly not something I would encourage people to watch, but, like, if you see it on TV... Yeah, you know, if you have give it maybe it. a couple of minutes just to see is like, oh, there was like somebody like made this. There were like several hundreds, if not thousands of people that put effort into this. You know, there are people that were working craft food <laughs> right. services to help make this movie. Yeah, it's like everybody, everybody says, you know, you never set out to make a bad movie. Obviously, this mm-hmm. movie is 
big budget enough to have all these stars in it and stuff and they like set out to make something but mm-hmm. somewhere somewhere along the way some things just fall apart and mm-hmm. uh, it's unfortunate but it's also kind of fun to make fun of oh know? very much so and, and I, if yeah. you think if you think <laughs> that weird <laughs> dancing is not uh somewhat of a pivotal uh uh earmark of uh-huh. this movie get out of your goddamn mind because I, I expect it happens dancing, so often. Oh, oh yeah. often, though. I didn't expect often. Yeah, it, it comes back. It repeats because it's like, hey, remember the dancing guy? And remember that scene, how it was weird? Well, don't worry. It was weird for a reason. But it's like, he didn't He didn't have to dance. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't have, have to, to dance. for that, so, And he dances for so long. And it's so weird. But, you know, it is what it is. I, yeah, I... Not sure that I even recalled this movie existed until you just mentioned it. (laughs) Number one. Uh Number two, I feel like if this were released in like 1989 and I Mm -hmm. saw this on VHS, like that, I'm I'm sure the uh, VHS cover for this would have been amazing. And and Bloodshot, what a good title. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, back to that comic originally and stuff. Like, I don't know what its title of the comic is. Is it always Bloodshot? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. That's a good character's name. Get Get you in there. Uh, I certainly would have picked this up randomly, and um, my dad, I feel like, would watch this if he stumbled upon it on TV. I feel like I would I would remember it enough to be like, I shouldn't do this, but this feels like a movie <laughs> that, like, a dad would, like, stumble upon and be like, yeah, I'd watch this, you know? Very much so, yeah. Vin Diesel's in it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Interesting, man. Well, you took mm-hmm. one for the team again. I love that your stunt watches every time. You, know, you, you gotta do it. Gives you something to... Um, Survive. Would you rather watch this or ah oh, fuck? I just forgot what the other one's called. That the one you hated so much that was like comic. Oh, the the Cerebus. Cerebus. One? Yeah. Oh no, I'd, I'd watch Bloodshot one thousand <laughs> times in a row. <laughs> you know? Over doing that, nice. Mm-hmm. That's good to know, man. Um, yeah, wild. Um, I don't know what to say, but I'm glad you did it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad you. Uh, I hope you can move on from it. You know, uh, I'll do my best. Yeah, you know, thoughts and prayers. It. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's yeah. all I can offer. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I don't have any mini topics really to talk about. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm kind of good to jump into the main topic if you want to do that. Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. All right. So today we are reviewing the Animatrix 2003's uh, nine different short films that were all animated. Um, seems like they were released in a different way. I was looking up online. It's like four of them were released on the website originally. Um, oh. The last, what is it? The last flight of the Osiris or whatever. Um Final Flight of the Osiris is like a CG animated one. It's kind of longer, and apparently it mm-hmm. was released in theaters um, before some other film, I can't remember right now, um, that they you know, were trying to kind of get it popular or whatever. And uh, But then it was released all on DVD. I remember this. I was working at a video store when this was released, and I remember this cover so much for the Animatrix. Um, there's like a, a woman on the cover with like red hair, I think. Um, on the one she that has I, that bandana on. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm mm-hmm. trying to, I can't mind the poster right now for that one. But, um, but yeah, it's like, I, I remember like it coming out. I remember renting it at the time because at, at the video store, we got free movies before they were released. We get them like on Fridays or we, I guess they come out on Fridays. We get them like on Tuesdays, something like that. Or maybe they come out on Tuesdays. We get them on Fridays. Regardless, we get them early and uh, that was awesome job uh, to get that. And then I remember watching some of these. I remembered some of them. One in particular we'll get to. But um, for the most part, I don't know why I didn't really care for this that much. I don't remember ever watching the whole DVD of all the different movies. Um, and it's kind of weird that I, I didn't. But um, I'm really glad I, I rewatched them now. And I'm really into the whole mythology of The Matrix, all of these films. I think it's probably because 
Reloaded and Re- Revolutions at the time, I just really hated and hated where they took the story. And this kind of expands on a lot of those same fronts. Um, and then if you don't like that, if you like just The Matrix, then this doesn't really matter too much. And I, I don't think it did to me at the time, but I like it more now. So uh, what about you, man? Did you do you remember these coming out? Did you watch these originally? I did. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was the the different short films were released in that way. Uh, I, I remember. Were, yeah, so weird. Uh, Dreamcatcher was the movie that That's, Final Flight of the Osiris yeah. came out with. Which is yeah. a weird, I don't know, maybe it's just like a popular movie, like, or they thought it would be popular, but what a weird combo to go to Dreamcatcher and see this before it, I guess. It it was also distributed by Warner Brothers, so they were probably, oh, probably just, just like, yeah. oh, let's let's get the hype out there gotcha, and gotcha. Uh, get that going. Roger, um, Roger. But yeah, I, I had the DVD of the Animatrix Ooh. back in the day, and I remember watching it maybe a couple of times and, and liking it. You know, yeah. it was just kind of like, here's some... Uh, little like story set within, if not the world of the Matrix, then like the the outer world of yeah, the reality of that or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I I remember thinking it was cool. I liked anime growing up. Uh, I wasn't. I'm not like a huge. Um, uh, I'm not huge huge hugely. <laughs> I'm not vastly knowledgeable of anime uh-huh. uh, or the English language. As it oh, turns yeah, out, there you go. Uh, that space coke. Woo. Oh, it took it out of you. It's making my tongue float. Oh, interesting. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I I did not recall any of these stories oh, yeah, at all right when I, I rewatched them yesterday, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "Wow, this is all like new to me." That's fun though, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. wild to think like the stuff like we saw these and like just completely mm-hmm. forgot about them over time. Like I really yeah. mostly forgot about the sequels that related in Revolutions for a long time because I just wanted to block them out. Like. For a long time, I was like, these movies don't exist. There's a movie called The Matrix, and it's great. And then if you just mm-hmm. ignore everything else, it's still great. Um, but yeah, now I've really kind of come around to that. So I'm very curious to, to go through the different episodes of this and uh, kind of discuss it with you. But um, before we start with that, I did want to mention one thing on our last episode, uh, 248, I guess. Mm-hmm. Again, yep. all out of whack with our times yep. here. Um, we did The Matrix, and in that, uh, our guests were Josh and Sarah, and we had all discussed the ship's name that Morpheus uh, is the captain of, the Nebuchadnezzar, and Mm -hmm. uh, what that meant. And I looked it up afterwards because I was really curious. I knew that that was like a name in history, but I really couldn't remember much about it. Um, It's generally attributed to Nebuchadnezzar II, who was a king. Who did a lot I was going to say, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah, I was, yeah, my mouth was totally forming totally. the syllables as you were saying. <laughs> of course, yeah. of course, I could see it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, he was like a really good king, apparently, in Mesopotamia, who did a lot of building and great things whenever he had power and everything, I guess. But um, this was really interesting. This is from the Wikipedia, which means it's a completely true statement. 100%. Um, it says The Matrix and Philosophy, which is a book uh, about the series and, and kind of showing what the philosophical meanings of the movie are. The Matrix in Philosophy states that the Nebuchadnezzar's name is symbolically important as the ancient king, quote, has a dream he can't remember but keeps searching for an answer. I thought that was pretty cool. So uh, hmm. it says this is similar to how Neo continues to search for an answer but uh, to his vague but persistent questions about the Matrix. Additionally, the book notes that the ship's nameplate in the movie contains the words Mark 3, number 11, which alludes to the Bible verse Mark 3, 11, Quote, and whenever Come original. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, and whenever the evil spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out, You are the son of God, relating Neo's past to the Jesus story. And uh, oh, right. I, I haven't checked that information. Again, mm. Wikipedia is, you know, completely true. Everybody knows that. Uh, I imagine that that's right, though, right? I, I don't know if that's all like what the filmmakers intended, but uh, I find it really fascinating because I do think that they did put a lot of 
symbolism and a lot of different mythology and ideas into these movies. Mm-hmm. And there's a level there that you can you can just watch this as like a you know gun heavy fun action movie, or there's a lot more philosophy there. And uh, I mm-hmm. think that was kind of cool though. How obviously they named it for you know named it that ship for a reason. So um, I thought that was a pretty neat explanation for it, and kind of helps me uh, I don't know flesh out the story a little bit. Yeah, um, I do think it's interesting that there were essentially like. Between 1999, when the first movie came out, there was about like a three to four year drought of Matrix stuff mm-hmm. that was available. However, in 2003, we get the Animatrix and two sequels. <laughs> right, it's crazy. Films. It's like, it's like God damn, it's like, here's all the Matrix right. that you could have. Yeah. It kind of feels... And, uh, yeah. I think there was like a... When did Enter the Matrix, that, that oh, game that was, come out? Yeah, I was looking those up too. The the video games, I think it was like 2001. So oh, they, a Space Odyssey. They had... They right. did, oh, a Coca-Cola Space Odyssey. Oh my God! <laughs> they did have. It all uh, makes sense. Um, yeah, video games. Two thousand three, two thousand three action adventure video game. That was their first game. Enter yeah. the Matrix is the first game. Enter right. the Matrix. Wow! Yeah. So they had four different Matrix. When did the comics come out? Two thousand three. Did they come out in two thousand three? I'll, I'll look it up. That's gonna be fucking crazy, man. It's, I feel like at the time, and maybe to some people still, that have a viewpoint of the sequels being bad or whatever. Uh, it does feel like one of those things like they, they made such a juggernaut movie and everybody was clamoring for more and they were like, let's put everything out we can because like what if they what if everybody hated Reloaded and we had to wait another two or three years to get Revolutions and they would have like tweaked things like it might have been it might have worked out better. It might have been cooler, but it also wasn't going to be their vision. And uh, it feels kind of like we all got kind of like, well, either you like this or you don't. But here's everything we have. That's so yeah, interesting. Exactly. Like, wow. All in one year. Volume one of Matrix Comics, October two thousand three. Holy Steven. fucking shit! Warner Brothers was like, "Okay, we're going all in." <laughs> they see the the cash flowing in right. from that first movie. They're like, "Okay, we got to." <laughs> Four years from now, man, it's gonna happen. It's gonna be hard. Off the chain. We're, we're just gonna machine gun blast the Matrix in everyone's fucking faces. I don't know about the. I think from what I was looking online uh, and and. Contemporarily, like at the time when I when I remember of those movies, um, they all were hugely successful. Like I don't know, I didn't I don't have like the box of the stats for each of the sequels and stuff. I think Enter the Matrix video game was hugely uh, hugely successful as well. Mm-hmm. Like I remember reading about that and how many copies were sold, and it's like it's you, it's like you can still find that game pretty easily on GameCube and PS2 and Xbox because there were like forty thousand units that shipped out or something like that mm. um so it was like it's like prevalent you can find them for like 20 bucks or whatever i was so curious to play it um to try some of these these matrix video games as well um, wait did you say forty thousand? i think it said forty thousand. doesn't that's sound not, like a lot though right yeah it doesn't seem i think like that's a, what it said though but they're like 60 bucks a pop so it seems i think it's like more than like a movie would be i'll have to look it yeah. up interesting it's got to be more than that guys I don't know numbers. They're all made of ones and zeros and threes and fours. Who knows what's going on? It all comes back to ones and zeros anyway, you know? It does. You know? Um, I'll look it up again and see if I can find that stat. But uh, essentially, it was like Mm -hmm. a lot of them were released. Uh, My point being that they waited to release all the stuff, but they they probably... It could have, like, made or or, or broken Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. I mean, they put so much money and effort into (laughs) releasing four different segments of this one property out in one Mm -hmm. year, but... Uh, by all accounts, I think it's everything sold extremely well, and um, and they, you know, I'm sure they made a, a, a hefty chunk of profit after that. So, mm-hmm. I would hope so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I honestly, I don't care uh, if Warner Brothers made money off this or not. It's a corporation. I'm sure they're fine. You you uh, gotta care about them, man. Who's gonna defend the corporations, guys? I read books to Amazon at night to let it go to sleep. You know, to help it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I, 
I I have a, a Tamagotchi with Sony. Mm. We're yeah. like co-parents. You know, you gotta you gotta invest in your entertainment, man. For only three hundred dollars a day, <laughs> you too can symbolically adopt a Tamagotchi <laughs> that Steven is refusing to feed. I'm like holding a gun to it. I will not feed this. <laughs> If you don't see the uh, the the mail person deliver a check payable to you to save the life of that Tamagotchi, oh, yeah. you you live stream you like shooting the Tamagotchi with your gun and oh, it just yeah. like kills it immediately, and then you like get real close to the camera and you're like, Tamagotcha, bitch! <laughs> Click camera off, <laughs> just hang up, and nobody hears me again. Yeah, except it doesn't actually turn off the camera. You stand up. You're- <laughs> Naked from the, <laughs> naked from the waist it. down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh I looked up into the matrix. I might have I might have undershot it a little bit. I said forty thousand units. In my head, I was really. I feel like I read that somewhere. It might have been something totally different, though. Uh, it sold five million units. Oh, okay. Is that better? Yeah. Does that seem like a, I a think lot so. Yeah, now? I was gonna say in the millions. Like if it was forty thousand, that'd be like four hundred people got this game. <laughs> I don't know why I understood it that way. Five million, that's a lot. That's so the game's everywhere. Like it's you can find it yeah. to this day for like under twenty bucks, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and play it on stuff. So that's basically what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Is it important that I went through that journey? Yes. Yes. You were a lot of people don't understand this. Uh, we are under oath whenever we talk oh, yeah. on this podcast. So even the shit we are incorrect about or just uh-huh. straight up make up, we do have to be truthful in our, at least the sincerity of it, you know? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta, I don't know, lean into those bits sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of leaning into bits, um, mm-hmm. that's not a segue that means anything at all. I just liked how it sounded. Did you? It sounds good. I didn't, I have like the Wikipedia for this up, but it's not, I mean, there's wait, like. Wait, wait. Yeah. The Matrix is made up of data, which could be made up of bits. Let's lean oh. into those bits. I didn't even mean mm-hmm. that when I started it. But Steven, kind of didn't you though? Maybe I did. I think you wow. did. I need to really re- reevaluate my life and all the Tamagotchis I've killed. <laughs> I'm really starting to really think this. Maybe I'm the problem. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Tonight at 10, a white man finally gets it. God. Okay. So what I was going to say, though, is I have the Wikipedia up. We usually we go through the cast list and directors and stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. two things. There's a lot of them. There's like eight directors or something and written bys. And, and then there's like, a, I guess, like an original Japanese cast. And then obviously, like, we watched it in English. So there's like a bunch of people from that. Uh, part two is that a lot of them have names that I, I'm afraid that I will butcher the fuck out of, unfortunately. And right. um, so, yeah, there's a lot of people that were involved in this. What I read about Animatrix, I didn't get a chance to read a ton about it before I kind of just my review today will be really just my experience with it and then uh, the overarching yeah. Matrix stuff but uh, I, I've literally finished watching the last one of these five minutes before we recorded oh really um, okay it just happened that way with my day and everything I, I'd watched half mm-hmm. of it last night I watched the other half today and then it was like uh, the last minute I was like I gotta get through this um, mm-hmm. but there is a, a, a few things that I read they talked about why this kind of got made and they said the Wachowskis were in Japan um, promoting the Matrix, and then while they were mm. there, they met with some of their heroes, I guess you could say, in the anime uh, space that kind of influenced them and their work, and so they ended up talking to a lot of these people and then decided to like make this project, whatever, and so 
it seems like uh, from what I read, the Wachowskis had written four of the episodes. I'm not even sure which ones. And then they yeah. didn't direct any of them. Uh, they kind of left it into the hands of, I mean, they produced them and stuff, so they definitely had a hand in what it meant to the Matrix and all that. But um, they kind of let their these other anime artists, you know, take a stab at everything. So I think it's a pretty mm-hmm. cool project um, that they were allowing them to do that with such a big property for, for Warner Brothers, I guess you could say at the time, you know, to allow them to do this. But I'm super glad they did. I think it's a really cool thing. Um, the animation styles are all different. It's like produced by different studios. It seems, um, that's the stuff I wish I would have been able to learn more about, you know, the kind of histories behind these. Um, some of them I liked, some of them I didn't like the art and everything. I was very curious about your history with that. Uh, we both talk about neither of us really have a, a huge history or love for anime. Like we like it and stuff, but like, I just, I really especially don't have much in the way of any kind of history with that. So, um, Mm. I, I, some of the things I, I would like write about them, I'm like, this one's sketchier. Um, this way, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it's hard for me to like quantify or like describe it in a good way, I guess. So, um, but the story is obviously we'll talk about a lot. So, um, did you want to go kind of like story by story? How do you want to set this up? Yeah, I figured we could go through, yeah, each one and discuss them a little bit. I made notes for each of those. Perfect, me too. Um, I, I, I saw the same thing that you did about the Wachowskis writing three, or I'm sorry, four of the mm-hmm. stories. Uh, if I were to guess, I would say uh, they wrote like the first two things, uh, the second Renaissance part one and part two. Seems like a history of it, it right? Yeah. yeah. And then the the last one, which was the mm. final flight of the Osiris. Uh-huh. That makes sense. And then I have no clue what the other one was. It's it's weird that there's not a better accounting of I know, right? who, who wrote what. You know? I'm going through the stuff right now, and I'm like, there's not really... Oh, there's some, a little bit. Maybe I can see that. Uh, yeah, it's like each, each one doesn't have like a ton of info about who did them all, though. Yeah, all I see is the final flight of the Osiris, and it says the Wachowskis were the, the writers. But uh, other than that, it doesn't show them as a writer. Oh, I guess Kid Story? So is that the Wachowskis? So Kid Story oh, yeah, is the one okay. with the, the kid in the class high school and stuff. Yeah, the high school kid. Yeah. And then uh, the second Renaissance that says Wachowskis. So yeah, it is the, the ones you called, and then the Kid Story. A uh, Kid Story, whatever. That I'm okay. looking at that they had written. So I was surprised they didn't direct any of these, though. Um, just because of their, you know... They're they're creating this whole universe, and um, mm-hmm. it seems like this, and it is very integrated into the Matrix and like what I don't know what it means and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I have a ton of notes as well on each one. Okay, um, so you had also mentioned I, I noticed online different versions of like the order of these. They're not oh, really yeah. So apparently, like uh, especially because one was like that, the final flight of the Osiris was released in theaters. Uh, like I said, like uh, four other ones were just listed as on the website, and then the whole DVD. Apparently, like in Australia, they're mm-hmm. like different. Like the order is different, but they really don't play off of each other. Like they're all just mm-hmm. kind of um, standalone stories. So there's really mm-hmm. not any order that I think you'd have to watch them in that I had noticed. Yeah, um, it's more about like I'm glad that I watched it. Be- you know, between the Matrix movies, between the the Matrix and the sequels. Um, but other yeah. than that, you know, it kind of is whatever. It, it seems like it's in a, a decent order on w- whichever version is on HBO Max, yeah, which is I where watched. I watched it, mm-hmm. uh, because it starts with essentially the origin of the machines and the humans battling yeah. in the uh, the second Renaissance part one and part two. And then it ends with the final flight of the, the Osiris yeah. that moves into the Enter the Matrix video game, which moves into oh, the Matrix perfect. Reloaded. Yeah. And uh, so that that seems like a nice segue mm-hmm. into the, the continuity. And then all the stuff in between those mm-hmm. are just kind of like 
just little snippets of yeah little snippets little of snippets. Uh, different stories that happen uh, within the uh, reality of the, mm-hmm. the Matrix, which is pretty cool. I, yeah, I like mm-hmm. kind of just seeing other stories, and then I don't know how it all plays out. I I really was never on board with the world building they did after the Matrix until I saw Resurrections, and then I kind of it, like again I I'll have to talk more about it when we get there and the overarching feeling I have of the series, but there's something that clicked with me and it, it mm-hmm. I feel like when I watched the matrix, I was like, I like this specific thing. I like seeing these action heroes do bullet time and gunplay and like all this cool stuff and leather outfits and like all this badass, uh, badassness and the green tent to it or whatever. And then you step back from that and you're like, like, uh, a post-apocalyptic movie of humans living underground with like rags on uh, for clothes, and they are mm-hmm. fighting for the survival of their species is a is a great movie, and it's a much different story mm-hmm. than people in a virtual reality simulation who don't know that they're there, and they when they when they are in there and they figure that out, they can like utilize it to their benefit or whatever. That's yeah. wildly different stories, and the fact that you go from one to the other, I felt was very disjointed. But with the Animatrix kind of bridging that gap and my overarching feelings of the series now being like, oh, that was just one version of the Matrix. You're plugged in. We were all plugged in. We're seeing that that in that first movie. And then you step back and you're like, these are real people in a real world. And it's like the stakes are high and blah, blah, blah. Um, I like how it all shapes up like that. And and the stories you kind of get, the mythology you get in the sequels and stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. I like this Animatrix a lot because... You get to see that backstory with the second Renaissance part one and part two, and then you get some other stories just kind of floating around there that kind of flesh yeah. out the entire environment of it and realize that, like, it's not just Morpheus, it's not just Neo. There are just, like, kids who stumble upon glitches in the Matrix, and then they have mm-hmm. to, like, the, the agents are sent after them and stuff, and it's, like, it's all just very cool to me. I just, I really dug the whole overarching story uh, mm-hmm. with this, so, yeah, it was fun. I liked it. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, let's go through the uh, the different chapters it, here. We'll start with the second Renaissance part one. They didn't separate part one and part two. They're together. So I don't even know why they bothered to split them up to begin with. You know? Yeah. I watched they, it, it last night. Just been like, yeah. Could have just been like one long story. Kind of didn't even notice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just the second Renaissance. No parts. Go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so uh, part one is the history of humans becoming violent against the machines, mm. and the machines start a new nation called Zero One. Uh, they just want to live in peace and yeah. um, just be their own thing, but the humans are like, no, nah, I don't think so. Um, you're here on our Earth, yeah, okay? We We're trying you. to make a weird Pangea out of trash <laughs> in the ocean right now. I'm going to need you to settle down. Um, and then uh, my only other note for uh, the second Renaissance part one is, of course, uh, let me zoom in. Yep, robot titties. Uh, robot oh, titties yeah. are in in this one. Are so in I was like, the okay. movie. Yeah, yeah they're in those. And this uh-huh. shows up in the movie, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, said, I thought this was a, a really cool st- uh, telling of the story. I really liked seeing the history of, you know, we, we learned a little bit about it from the movies, but this one obviously shows you some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has, like, this whole thing about one of, like, a robot killing its owners, and basically it was just defending itself. And then it starts to bring in the idea of, like, what is... What is consciousness? What is, you know, a soul or whatever? What is, like, mm-hmm. if you are created and you can think, quote-unquote, and you can come up with your other ideas, like, what's to say you're not real? And yeah. just because you were created by a person doesn't mean anything. And uh, mm-hmm. it was really interesting. I, I knew that the movies kind of tell about, um, what was it, Zero One, the, the city? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But this was cool to see kind of like why they did that and then, like, how it all played out with 
you know, us fighting them and, and all this stuff um, and putting mm-hmm. that, that first robot on trial. And it was neat to see that one of the notes I had in here is it made me think other connections to other movies, just the, the some of the visuals they showed. Um, some of it made me think of Terminator, like that future um, where we kind of like also are losing to, to the machines. And mm-hmm. then the fifth element, I was surprised that some of the when they showed before, like the, the downfall of humanity, uh, when mm-hmm. we were using machines and then and they were creating technology, the machines were that we could then use for a while. Um, a lot of it reminded me of, like the futuristic cars, like the way they flew and stuff, and then uh, the looks sort of, of of the fifth element. And I was like, man, that's what's really cool. You take this back a little bit. It's not just about a simulation. It's like there was a world that you could do an entire movie on in this. You can do like a simulation movie. You can do the humanities fighting for its survival in real life movie. And you can do we were in a futuristic society for a while before this yeah. all went down. And there's a whole other movie about the history of that, which is cool. And I liked really seeing, you know, these the second renaissance to kind of explain that was really neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a little bit like iRobot and then mm. it was uh, robots that were um, living amongst humans, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And then... Uh, yeah, that whole shenanigans went down. Um, there were no body cams. We, we don't know what happened with that robot mm-hmm. and that... You never know, man. You know, the, the, we don't know. Yeah. You know. He's probably trying to get up some weird sex stuff. Yeah, probably. He was like, I was a sex bot. Of course I was. Yeah. Of course uh-huh. I was trying to do that. You see my yeah. butt plug? My, <laughs> my name is goat.c. <laughs> Of course I'm a sex bot. Oh my god, that's amazing. My entire life is a butthole. Yeah. Are you kidding me? My entire yeah. life is a butthole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, any other notes on uh, that first one? No, I think on, that's uh, it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'll move on to the second Renaissance Part 2. Uh, in this one, we see the machines are like, all right then, it's going to be like mm-hmm. that, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they begin the war against the humans. Uh <laughs> I made a note that uh, the Iron Giant considers this a snuff film <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, from all the, the robots <laughs> that, that. Uh, uh, they get killed. Um, there's also human dicks in this one. Oh, so yeah. robot titties in the first one, human dicks in the second one. You know, everybody gets some. I like that, uh, man. The Iron Giant's and, uh, like, it's okay now. I saw that. Okay. I got the robot <laughs> titties in there. I got the, the human dicks. Good, good. And then I made another note for this one it says christmas gross that kid deserves to suffer i don't remember what it was but i was so insistent about christmas in there i was just like okay uh, that makes sense mm-hmm. um yeah i might know mostly on this one was like i thought it was a, a fitting into the last one but uh albeit super depressing and then they mm-hmm. like start this war and everything and they they show how i thought they called it it's like operation blackout or something they show like how they like smoke out sort of the the clouds or the sky with oh, like, yeah. planes mm-hmm. all over the world it's so wild that they, they thought that was a good idea. Um, but I also liked this one because the movie, uh, there's like a, a big joke about the Matrix and how like silly, the whole idea of using humans as batteries is like, mm-hmm. they would take so much more energy to like keep us than it is to like use us to make anything with, like to feed us and, and whatever, like it's just not worth it. But uh, the way they presented it in this one in particular, I think this is a, why you should watch these things is because it explained it a little bit better. The way they showed it, and you're like, oh, well, they did mostly use the sun to power everything, but they didn't use it only. And then they're like, well, there's an abundance of humans here, and we're in a war with them if we can just kidnap them and use them. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter that it's inefficient. It's it's It serves multiple purposes for the machines. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I I don't know. I like it. I liked how it played out a little bit better that way. It made more sense to me. Yeah. I never had a problem with the humans yeah. being used for batteries. Honestly, 
use me. Uh, throw me in that matrix. I, just like you know, give me something good to do. You know, just make it make it worth my while. I'll be I'll be cipher. I was you know? gonna say you're cipher in this situation. Yeah, yeah. I just want a good steak. Exactly. I don't want oh my god. Oh no, right. my god. Yeah, make me a celebrity. It's like or whatever. Any, yeah. It's like a zombie apocalypse. If that happened in real life, I want to go mm. out first. We've talked about this before, mm. right? Like, I don't want to stick around to any apocalyptic scenario. Basically, I don't want to live in Mad Max world. I don't want to live mm. in zombie land. I, that doesn't sound fun to me at all. It doesn't? Uh, yeah, just uh, just let me sleep sleep it away. Mm-hmm. You know? The machines are like. You are now in the Matrix, and per your wishes, you are a celebrity. And by that, I mean you only have a podcast. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, man. <laughs> are we in the Matrix right now? I am giving you one month free from SoundCloud, <laughs> but then after that... You pay me. <laughs> you pay me. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Um, but, uh, yeah. Anything else on uh, the second Renaissance? No, that'd be it, man. Or do Okay, so let's move on to program. This one begins with a samurai duel scenario, and uh, I've got it noted that I love the animation on this mm-hmm. one. Uh, there are two characters. Uh, one is Sis, who is a female. The other one is Duo, which is a male, voiced by Phil Lamar, who is a uh, he, he does a lot of like voice acting. He was also on like Mad TV back in the day or whatever. Oh, interesting. But um, he's. Uh, He's like the John Stewart Green Lantern on the Justice League cartoon. He was Samurai Jack. Oh, cool. He was he's he's uh, out there in the world. So I was uh, delighted when I heard his voice on this. Um, yeah, right on. I do think it's it's interesting that the female's name is Sis, but it's spelled C I S, like cisgender. Hmm. And then like knowing what we know about the uh, Wachowskis yeah. and their transition and everything, I wonder if that was like part of it i really do and you had mentioned uh, a buddy of ours had sent us uh, an article that i still have yet to read i'm gonna try to read it uh, i don't know if i can read it by tomorrow we're recording so fast but i'm gonna try to read i guess it, it depends on when you have to poop next <laughs> That's right? right yeah and it's a yeah. long article so <laughs> you know, really gotta yeah. have a <laughs> settle in yeah exactly turn on the seat warmer yeah of course um, yeah uh, will fish will, will fish okay i, I, I want to double check mm-hmm. but yeah he had sent us an article that's uh, essentially like you know the the matrix series from the lens of a a, a person who has transitioned and what it meant mm-hmm. to i don't i'm not sure what their pronouns are but what it meant to them um mm-hmm. and i think that's really fascinating and looking back on this like we had talked about with the matrix i think that um, a lot of lgbtq youth had mentioned this as a movie that meant a lot to them before before it was so you know out there uh that they were transitioning that the people behind this were and uh, i find it really fascinating now in retrospect to go back and see those things and you're like oh my god it was all there like yeah. it really is mm-hmm. been has been laid out and they have been putting those ideas out there for a while and it's uh, pretty fascinating it's a whole nother level to the matrix you know? it is um in this i guess the the story for this one the uh, duo the uh, the male character wants to be reintegrated back into the matrix similarly mm-hmm. to the way cypher wanted to be in the original matrix film but he at least has like the conversation with sis there you go instead of just like trying to kill them yeah in the real world and you know unplug his his cohorts from the the matrix or whatever but um i do like that idea and i feel like that would probably come up more often uh in the actual reality outside of the matrix you Mm -hmm. know where people are just like oh this sucks like hard yeah yeah right so um yeah, it's kind of cool that they show like uh, the same thing we saw with Cipher than we saw it with another mm-hmm. person here. Yeah, it's kind of like that, would, that might happen more often. Um, yeah, I, I put but like mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. I was just gonna say like it, it, a different way. Like he yeah. has a conversation, is not trying to be underhanded about it. But I know just it's killing like, everybody around him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is trying to have this conversation, dueling as samurais. Mm-hmm. But um, at least he's he's 
having dialogue with her, you know? Yeah. Amongst the swordplay, he's trying to talk it out, you know? Mm-hmm. Just trying to, yeah. trying to make it cool. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I put that I didn't like the character design that much, but I liked, it was a weird style of me, but the art was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. And this is when I don't really, I can't picture it right now, but I kind of remember some of the story. I'd also put at the end that it turns out it's a simulation. Is that right? That it was like, yes. uh-huh. it's all part of like the, a, a test or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is an interesting concept too. I liked how they used the construct for this um, and kind of like played with those things too, where they're like, you know, they can make it do whatever. And the, the animatrix allows you to see a lot of different versions of what people can do with a construct. I thought that was really neat. Cause I think it's a, just a cool program. Um, mm-hmm. That they can train with and everything. So, I, well, that's yeah. why this one is called Program, <gasps> Stephen. What? You're making all the connections, oh my dude. God. Hell yeah, dude! I fucking think Stephen has made a fives, dude. Oh my god, you just like that, bro. Level shit. You just oh say that, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you want to move on to the next yeah, one? Let's do it. World record: A track athlete oh, yeah. is awakened from the matrix during a race, and agents stop him from finishing that same race. Uh, I this one was a little bit. I was like somewhat tuned out as i was oh, watching yeah, right this on. one uh part of it was like i'm trying to make notes to like figure out what the story is totally. to this and once i've kind of figured out the direction they were going i was writing the stuff down and um I, don't, I can't remember why the agents want to stop him i i i don't know if he was yeah. like running so fast that he was gonna like because it seemed like as he was like approaching the finish line and everything was going into slow motion mm-hmm. he saw like all these different numbers that were like red for some reason. Yeah. Um, and I, maybe that was supposed to be like a version of digital rain or whatever. Yeah, maybe. And he was, he was like trying to snap out of the matrix, but they stop him and, and keep yeah. him there. The note that I had for this one was that, um, I, I love the story. I like the visuals of this too. It was really dynamic. The, the muscles mm-hmm. and the way they were shown running. It was wild, yeah. but it was cool. Um, and then I love the story because it, it says it's rare to wake up in the Matrix and it takes certain qualities. Like, it's not just that you can go and find everybody and wake them up. That's why they don't mm-hmm. do that. Um, and it wouldn't really help the situation, I guess. But it's also like it, it is like few and far between that anybody can even accept that their reality is not real. And then mm-hmm. I like because they say that some people just break through. And this guy, from my, my interpretation of this guy, just simply had the will to push past his physical limitations and realized they were fake. So like he he's running and he like his leg like his muscles snap, like he breaks mm-hmm. something in his like legs and his like thighs or whatever. And then he realizes like he can just keep running though. And so I think it's like I don't know what alerted the agents to it, why they would realize that mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's like I guess anytime anybody's kind of waking up, they're kind of alerted to it. Like, and then the fact that he could just by sheer will just like wake up out of the mm-hmm. matrix. Uh, and then when the, they afterwards, they kind of like calm him down or whatever, like make it seem like it's all like fake, like a dream or whatever. And then he wakes up and he's like in a wheelchair and he re- he's like, mm-hmm. this is all like fake. I can just stand up. And he starts to like, like, I think he like starts to float or something like that. I can't remember this one exactly at the end, but I thought it was really cool as an explanation of sort of like how Neo kind of gets to his um, flying ability almost, you know, it's like it's mm-hmm. all fake. And so if you yeah. can harness it, then you can do whatever you want. And uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was a pretty neat interpretation of that. This one. Yeah. Uh, going back to the muscle thing you said, uh, there's a, a point where the muscles in his leg snap and mm. it's so visceral. Oh, God, looking. it was horrendous. Yeah. It's, and it's all like you don't see like the muscle under his skin, but you could see his skin move because it yeah, snaps. Yeah, it's the art style. It's just yeah. like, oh, my God, it's just uh, so uncomfortable. Also, this is the the story that has the most anime mouth movements like possible oh, yeah. you know where it's just like their mouth moving up and down right. or whatever which is like 
sometimes part of its charm uh, uh, yeah, anime, you know. But but uh, I was surprised throughout yeah. the series how a lot of them really matched up with the English. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, that's so interesting. I wonder what it would have been like in the original language. Mm-hmm. It's just him saying Pikachu a lot. <laughs> I assume. I don't know. Pikachu. I don't watch a lot of anime. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else for you nah. on world record? Okay. Let's move on to the next one, which is... Uh, according to you, a uh, according to you, like I'm blaming you. Uh, <laughs> according to what you found online, uh, kids' story, which was written by the Wachowskis. Mm-hmm. Wachowski or Wachowski? I, which one are we going? With? I looked that up because uh, Josh, our guest the other day, said Wachowski, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I wonder if I've been mispronouncing it the whole time. I tried to look up pronunciation, and all I could ever find were like computer ver- like Well, that's kind of funny. I just realized huh, computer wow. versions of how to say their name, and it always said Wachowski. But I couldn't. I didn't look up like interviews with them because they're kind of reclusive as far as I. I don't think I've ever actually heard them speak, even Mm-mm. like pre-transition or post-transition. Either one. I don't think I've ever heard them speak. Couldn't tell you what they look like. Yeah, I can barely way, tell yeah, you what they look like, mm-hmm. uh, especially before transitioning. I I don't remember them at all. But um, yeah, that's so interesting. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what they call it, but I, I generally always said Wachowski. So. Do you think if you typed into Google? Wachowski picture. It pulls up a picture of Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. <laughs> I hope so, like man. Big, big green monster with a giant eyeball. Um, so yeah, kid story uh, in which a student attempts to flee his school while agents try to apprehend him, um, mm-hmm. and he's a, uh, a believer in the Matrix. He's a, I think he does some type of computer shenanigans yep. at the beginning of the uh, the story, and then uh, we see him go to school and he gets a phone call on his cell phone. Probably one of those old Nokia brick phones oh, or whatever. Yeah. It's like in the middle of like jacking off to snake or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did back in the day, man. You know, you didn't hey, have you much. know what? Hey, <laughs> you think snake is hard enough? You know, try doing Straight it one hand, brother. Absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I like this one a lot. I thought the animation style uh, looks like it's somewhere between rotoscoping and like squiggle vision. Ooh, that's a so, good squiggle um, vision. Oh, do you know that one? I Are is you, that a real thing? That's a real thing. Oh, okay. So there's you a, that up. That's great. Uh, there, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, Squiggle Vision. Uh, there's a, a, a cartoon, an animated, like, uh, cartoon, animated cartoon, what the fuck? Animated comedy series called, oh, shit, what was it called? Dr. Cats. Dr. Okay. Cats. It was a, um, it was on, like, Comedy Central or something like that. But the animation, it had, like, all the character outlines were very, like, squiggly. Yeah looking which is why it's called squiggle vision sure. but um it's uh, it's they've done that in like other types of of uh cartoons there's one called home movies i think maybe mm, that yeah. sounds familiar yeah that was on uh, adult swim um but yeah that that type of thing and then it was um rotoscoping for people who don't know it's mm. in animation whenever you would essentially have video footage of an actor doing something and you simply just draw outlines yeah. around them uh, they used to do it all the time back in the day, like the old uh, He-Man cartoon mm. from the the 80s. That involved a lot of rotoscoping, and they would just that. reuse some of those actions over Why and over not, again. Man, at that point, <laughs> might as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they would do that in uh, like Disney movies and whatnot as well. Um, I did want to point yeah. out. I looked up Doctor mm-hmm. Katz to see if I remember uh-huh. this, and in my head, I typed it in as D O C T O R C A T S. I thought it was like oh, cat doctors. Okay, sorry. I was very excited about that. And it is much different. Dr. Katz, professional therapist, is the full title, yeah. it looks like. Um, K-A-T-Z? Yeah, K-A-T-Z, yeah. exactly, yeah. A little yeah. bit different, a little bit different. I was like, yeah, squiggly cats, got it. Yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. Well, got it. Yeah, chasing mice. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Giving Viagra prescriptions. Yeah. Yeah, we all get it. Yeah. 
Um, kid story though is uh, the one I remembered the most. Yeah. I thought I could I could have sworn this was the first chapter that you see because I didn't remember a single other one but this one. Um, mm. And I remembered it because I kind of hate that sketchy look to it. It's so mm. jarring to me to watch him. I don't know the way they move around and stuff. And it's like it's mm. very squiggly and sketchy. And it makes me uncomfortable almost uh, to watch it. So I, it's the only re- one I remembered because I kind of hated it. <laughs> but then <laughs> watching it now, I was like, oh, it's a little better. And the story was interesting. It's really sad because um, it involves mm-hmm. basically suicide, like teen suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's all a simulation, and so it's kind of okay. And uh, and it has Neo in it, which is pretty cool. It has Neo. Yeah, this is the only Animatrix story in which Keanu Reeves appears. Yeah. And then the character of Kid shows up in later movies, from what I understand. Oh. He's in uh reloaded and he's the kid <laughs> i guess that's there's yeah. a kid who like uh because I, re- I rewatched them with resurrections there's a kid that like is like always like wanting to be around neo and like bugging him and stuff and like wanting to help out uh hey mister can i have your autograph <laughs> basically you've seen it okay yeah. uh I, that's really this is like the fun stuff though right like it's like realizing mm-hmm. where where they came from and all the connections whatever i'm gonna i'm gonna be excited about that i gotta i gotta watch that one um, watch for it Yes, of course. And uh, what else? Uh, I think there's one other thing I was going to say. Turns out, no, there was not. That was we went over all of it. Well, I had one more because it reminded me. I thought it was a uh, uh, later one, but it was actually a note mm-hmm. I forgot about for program. Um, oh. There also there's a captain. When it's a simulation, and they come back out of it. There's the captain. Um, it's animated, so I don't know if it's supposed to be the real dude. But I wondered if he's going to show up in the next in, in Reloaded and Resurrect and uh, Revolutions as well. Um, I'm not sure what his name was, though. I meant to look that up. So I wonder if there are other people besides just this kid that show up later on. Um, oh, okay. I, that's, yeah. again, like, I, I just watch these stories. I'm kind of just reviewing that. But I'm so curious about more of the connections I might have missed. So we'll see. We'll see if it plays out. Well, there's definitely another connection as we get further down yeah, cool. uh, our list here. So um, Beyond is the next one, it looks like. Beyond is the next Sweet. one. Um so uh, in this one, a young woman looks for her lost cat, Ooh, yeah. and she comes across this like haunted. Your dogs heard cat, and they were like, "Fuck they, cats, they're, they're, for cats in this economy." <laughs> Doctor cats, okay, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. Doctor dogs, right? Where do you even get a PhD? <laughs> cats are doctors, dogs are lawyers. We all know. We you get wanna? It. Oh, right, right. oh, sorry, I saw a squirrel. <laughs> Um, so that would be funny if you could like sway a judge's decision by like having begging strips or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. The gavel's a bone. Don't, yeah. don't, don't. Well, that's why McGruff got fired oh, is no. because he kept ge- getting thrown off since because oh, yeah. somebody had like <laughs> some bacon they just fried uh, up. Mm. Man, if you're if you're easily swayed by bacon, like a lot mm-hmm. of us are, I get it. You know, exactly. But. Um, so yes, uh, this, this young girl looks for her lost cat. She comes across some kids in her neighborhood that are like, oh, I saw your caddies over in this mm-hmm. haunted house. That's how they refer to it. They go over there and it has all this like weird phenomena that's going yeah. on to where they can like jump up in the air and they kind of float or whatever. Oh, yeah. There's like a um, can just floating and like glitching out and shit. Yeah. It's cool. So it turns out, uh, there's a glitch in the matrix mm-hmm. that this, uh, house inhabits and, um, Eventually, there's some agents that show up, and they're essentially like exterminators in this, and um, they 
I don't know if they uh, uh, like neuralize them like in Something, Men in Black yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're they're just like the kids are gone, and then uh, the next day they go back to where the building was. The building's gone, and there are no anomalies going on. Yeah, so, they like try um, and it's like yeah. They just, they just clean that matrix up, you know? Um, I loved this one. I thought it was such a... This was my favorite, probably, just idea about a totally separate story, but just, like, seeing mm-hmm. regular people, regular kids kind of stumbling yeah. upon the weirdness of the matrix. Like, like mm-hmm. any program you've ever used doesn't work perfectly. Of course, mm-hmm. a huge simulation with every person in it is not going to work perfectly. And uh, I love the idea of, like, the kids finding it. I like how they just play around with it. They just don't realize what is even, like, mm-hmm. the implications of this. Um, and then the way that the agents like respond to that and like kind of, it reminds me of like other movies, you know, I kept thinking about this, uh, Matt Damon movie. I remember coming out a few years ago, uh, called the adjustment bureau. I think it's, um, Oh yeah. Uh, Emily Keira Knightley's in it. Oh yeah. Some, who the fuck is that? I look I'll look it up. You look it up. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was like, I, I remember watching it. It's not very good. Uh, but it's, I think it's like our real world, but there are anomalies. There are like time travel or something like that. And there's like a group of guys you know, tasked with like suits and hats and stuff from like the sixties, like tasked with like adjusting the timeline or whatever, make it cohesive. And like, I like the idea of that kind of movie as well, where it's like these, these agents are sent out to like find these glitches and like take care of the people and stuff. Uh, Emily Blunt. Yeah, okay, is cool. Who is who right on. Yeah. It's, it's a blip movie. You don't need to watch. I don't think so. Dude, do you think <laughs> it's weird that Emily Blunt is like smoking hot. Oh that's my like, god! That's like, hey, that's some like ones and zeros shit. Okay, man, dude. but hold on, man, dude. Because guess how many letters are in Blunt, bro? She's operating on a five, man. Oh my god! She's Holy shit! Fuck! Holy shit! I'm gonna have to like buy a calculator. Yeah. I oh, should go to man. the calculator store. Remind me of that tomorrow. <laughs> Is the calculator even real, man? Dude, I don't even. Wait, calculators made up of all kinds of numbers. You don't even know, man. Oh shit, shit dude, bro. Dude, yeah. dude, keep it down, keep it down. The government's gonna hear this. Hey, man, you know what was so funny about this one, man? Beyond this episode, first cat butthole. Literally, one of my yes. notes on this is cat butthole. Robot titties, <laughs> swinging man dick. Cat buttholes. Cat the butthole. second uh-huh. I saw that cat show up on this, I was like, we're definitely uh-huh. getting an animated cat butthole because these guys are of freaks, course. of course. Yeah. And we did. Well, it was pink. It was so funny. The <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. Uh, I had it paused on my TV so long, it actually like it burned, burned yeah, into my good. screen. So it's just like, I'm just going to see that little pink dot yeah, everywhere. Little, little pink starfish uh, right there. But it's like where the movie Cats doesn't mm-hmm, have the bravery mm-hmm. in it. To show us a buttholes, yep. the Matrix has us covered. In Years the Matrix, ago. cat buttholes exist. Yep. That's canon. That's canon. It's canon, <laughs> you know? Their, their, their efforts at recreating our actual world are so detailed that there was an entire mm-hmm. robot who had to go in and design that butthole, and he did a beautiful job. It's <laughs> so really realistic. <laughs> Took, like, several months' worth of study oh, yeah. to, like, get it perfect, you, you know? Yeah. It was insane. Um, like you were saying, this was probably my favorite story oh, as well. It's just, like, uh, there's nothing really sinister, like mm-hmm. the, the agents are when they show sure. up, but there's nobody, like, no actual, like, damage that's being done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a, a cute, furry animal friend in there. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's just the kids playing in this, like, weird anomaly that is mostly like painless you know it, it, it there's no um you don't see anyone like get hurt or whatever um mm-hmm. and this is kind of what i wanted from 
at least one of these anime stories because that happens. It, sometimes anime can be just like slice of life stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm glad we got that in uh, in this movie Beyond or this story called Beyond. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't have much more notes about it. I just really liked it. I thought it was really cool. I like how the kids call it like a haunted house. That's really yeah. Uh, just it's all neat. I like this one. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. What else would you call it? You know, like they, yeah, they don't right. know what like, the Matrix is. They so. don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to the next one, which is titled A Detective Story. This one is a neo-noir detective story because, um, it's you know, it's right there. It's literally in the title. Um, <laughs> a, a detective is hired to find a hacker named Trinity. Maybe Ooh. you've heard of her. Um, this one is mostly in black and white, uh-huh. but it looks like there's a grainy film quality to I, it. Yeah, there was a few mm-hmm. parts where I was like, his hat looks like it's brown. But I'm like, am I just interpreting that? And the whole thing is black and white. It was really mm-hmm. kind of trippy that way. Holy cool. shit, oh dude. Oh, my God, bro. Don't even like, is that brown? Like, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I like this one a lot, though. I also put it was a neo-noir, which I thought was fun. Mm-hmm. That uh, I, had to, I had to look it up because I, oh, I yeah. was like, wait, is this the right terminology right, for yeah. this? Because I, when I think of neo-noir, I think of, I kind of think of, like, bright colors, things being brightly mm-hmm. lit, like a Blade Runner, a movie I've never seen, but okay. uh, <laughs> and familiar enough with the, the visuals of it to, to yeah. think it's, like, um, I'd say it's like, like shadowy though, like uh, yeah. Blade Runner's shadowy movie, you know. Okay. Um, it's mm-hmm. like it's dark. It's like they'll show a person with like blinds, the shadows of the blinds covering their face or whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, that kind of look to it. And this one definitely fit that. Yeah, so it was cool. Um, and then we should also point out that Carrie Ann Moss voices Trinity right on. in this story as well, and she's yeah. in it for like a decent chunk is, of the yeah. story as well. The other yeah. one, like Neo, is just really barely there, but uh, this one's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this one. I like the style. I like the detective himself. It, it mm-hmm. feel, feels like, you know, an old detective story or whatever, where he's like, he talks to his cat in the beginning, too. I was like, we're getting more cat butthole. Sweet! Mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah, we didn't, we didn't. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he was like, if this is another husband just calling about his cheating wife, like, I'm done with this business. And then he, mm-hmm. he you know, like a guy calls and he's like, I need you to do something for me. He's like, look for your cheating wife. And he's like, no, something else. And he's like, well, Edgar, it looks like we're still in business. Like, it just feels like, you know, an old grizzled. Wait, Edgar? I don't know. I just called the cat something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Most cats are Did called you... Edgar, right? Well, it reminds me of Men in Black when the Ooh. alien character Edgar is looking for a cat. <laughs> there you go. So it shouldn't, mm-hmm. he shouldn't be called Edgar. I got that mixed up. You're probably no, right. No, I mean, it could be. It like, could in be. the Matrix... You know, oh, they, the they can alter some things. So the cat is Edgar so he, and he's looking for a man. The cat was Edgar the whole time. <gasps> wow. The detective's like, what are you looking for, Edgar? Edgar, the cat just turns and looks at him like, I'm looking for myself. <laughs> he does that like skin pullback. Like yeah. I love that. I really want to watch Men in Black lately. We talked about it. I think we mentioned oh, it. Oh, too soon, Stephen. Oh, too soon. I'm you sorry. know, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's he's charming. We're we're all still just living through it, you know. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Just, um, mm-hmm. We'll get back to this. We'll get back to this. Okay. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it, uh, I had mentioned on the Matrix episode, episode two forty eight, when we talked about that. Um, mm-hmm. I'd rewatched another movie from this era called The Thirteenth Floor, which I still recommend. It's uh, it's pretty good. Uh, it's not great, but it's uh, it's fun and it's also kind of um, Matrixy. And it's like it's like a video game, and then people kind of like questioning reality and blah blah blah. But I specifically remembered it again this time because the 13th floor looks like this in a real movie form all the time it's mm. a, it's also like a neo-noir movie where it's a lot of shadows okay. and like especially like they go back into like the 30s i think is when it takes place like in the the video game in that world that they're in is like in the 30s or 40s and so it kind of feels like this too like the music and the style or whatever and uh um it was kind of neat so i i liked this one again because it made me think of that movie uh, as well so 
Hell yeah, pimp. Hell yeah, but it was cool. I don't have much more to say about it. I liked how it played out. Mm-hmm. I like that Trinity, you know, is trying to help this dude, and he's kind mm-hmm. of realizing, and he helps her out and doesn't know what's going on, but he still does his business, and then mm-hmm. uh, at the end, he's just like, I'm going to fucking open the Zippo and smoke the cigarette. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to go out, even though it doesn't matter, and they're not going to actually die. Are you looking for a light? <laughs> Edgar, I carry a Zippo. Get out of here. Oh All right, let's move on to the next one, which is matriculated. Yeah. Uh, in this one, a woman who lives outside of the Matrix is pursued by machines. Uh, a machine gets captured, and uh, they jack that damn machine into the yeah. Matrix itself. Well, maybe not the actual Matrix. I think I read that it was mm. like a... Um, a version of the Matrix that yeah. the, the humans have created or right whatever. Um, I feel it's like the, the construct. Uh, it's some kind, of, kind of idea. You can kind yeah. of create whatever programs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's essentially a dark website. We're all familiar. Oh, you yeah. Know. It's yeah. 8chan. They went to the 8chan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, cucks. He's like, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't start this war. Yeah. Um, we gotta, we gotta uh, make sure Mouse doesn't make any more of these. This is yeah, fucked up. Yeah, so, uh, I guess the, the purpose of the humans putting the, the machine inside of whatever their matrix is, is to help the machines understand and have compassion for the humans so they will eventually just stop going after them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the, the overall story of this one, mm-hmm. um, though I did, it was a, a little bit weird to keep track of, it's like, everything spacey. that was happening. It's long. You know? It's like the longest one I think of them. It felt that way yeah. at least. I know there, there's a certain point where I was watching this and like my uh, internal like timer yeah. was like, OK, and this should be wrapping up now. And, and it wasn't. Going. And I was like, I started to get annoyed, <laughs> even though I was like overall enjoying the story itself. Yeah, you know, yeah, totally. and, I, and I think that is like a, a cool idea. Oh, I love uh, this. The, I love this one. I thought yeah. the idea was rad as fuck. Yeah, for sure. And how it plays into the sequels and stuff. So, again, it's really cool. Oh, I don't remember that well, really. So, uh, first off, I want to say, I looked up what matriculated meant, because I've heard that, but I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know what that means. Obviously, it has a, they're playing on the matrix sort of word, whatever, but it, mm-hmm. it means to join a university or become eligible to join a university. So, it's kind of like they, they talk about it in this, that they, they capture these machines and they're trying to jack them into the matrix to show them and, like, convince them that they can be on the side of the humans and that mm-hmm. they don't, they, if we want to win this war, we can't make the machines slaves to us again we have to coexist with them and they have to choose it and that's what plays in um into the revolution uh, resurrections rather they talk about how mm-hmm. they've made like a, a, a some of the machines have formed a, an alliance with the humans and they've changed things after you know made, after the events of revolutions and stuff with with neo and um so i think this one was really cool like again like they've had these ideas i know that not both of wachowski's did resurrections but they've had these ideas mm-hmm. kind of floating around the whole time and uh, I thought it was really cool the way they, they had to show this creature, this this thing in these weird ways. Like there's a, a part where he is like a, he gets like a box and he puts it in this hole in the ground. And then like there's like black stuff uh, that kind mm-hmm. of like infiltrates it. And it's like a tree and then it goes everywhere and like it encompasses him. And like it, it, it's kind of showing like that to me, the way I interpret it is like the matrix is machines, but the machines have like a high, they have a mind in the, in the center of it. That's doing all this stuff. And the machines are making human slaves, but they are also making other machines slaves. And this group of humans is trying to show this machine that you have free will, you have a consciousness Mm -hmm. and you can do whatever you want with that consciousness. And to show that everybody's being negatively influenced by the, the architect or whatever, the matrix, right? Mm -hmm. 
And I thought that was such a cool idea, the way they play that out with this machine and kind of like being like it, it like it gets like a humanoid body at some point. And it's like the, you have a soul. You are a consciousness. You can ha- you can look like whatever you want to. Uh, yeah. And it was fascinating. And I it was just really cool how that all kind of played out. I, I thought this one was like really trippy, but had a lot of impact, I guess, for the rest of the story. Yeah, it had some like big ideas yeah. that it was trying to broach the subject of. And um, I, I, I did like that aspect of it. I also like the animation quite a yeah, bit. It, it cool. reminds me a bit of like the Eon Flux mm. MTV cartoon from back in the right day. Um, and then there was CGI animation used for the machines. Mm-hmm. So it, it was like just different enough that you could tell that like there was a, a noticeable difference in the animation between the the human characters and the machines, but it, it still kind of worked together. Yeah, it flowed in, really well. In some yeah. way. Yeah. Um, and then also we have to acknowledge uh, both the little monkey creature. Yeah, what that's is in that this. guy? I don't know, but we it. need it. We need it in we, the movies. What is this? I, uh, let's just put <laughs> put him in all the other yeah. movies. I want it. I'm like, where did this come from? And he can like spot know. things really far away, and like mm-hmm. he can communicate with them in the Matrix. I thought that was mm-hmm. that was like the first animal we've seen go into the Matrix. That's rad. Like, yes. What the fuck's happening? How? Yeah. How's I don't. Possible? I don't remember that at all from watching this DVD like 20 years ago or yeah, whatever. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then I noticed that uh, they used the Wilhelm scream oh, I didn't in this notice. one as well. I missed it. Yeah, there's a guy who gets like thrown across a room or whatever. And it's like that, that classic Wilhelm. Oh, man. Goodness. That's mm-hmm. pretty rad. Um, I, uh, I did have a note. Um, I had, what is this little animal? Qu- double question mark. I was so excited about him. <laughs> yeah, uh, my next note was like, why does that chick have to be in her underwear? I don't know, but I'm okay with it. Uh, again, yeah. I don't know why animated booties are cool but uh she's in her underwear like the entire last half of this thing for some mm-hmm. reason uh it, it yeah, reminds me a little bit of ripley and say, alien you know yeah totally i wonder if that was like an homage yeah it kind of was because mm-hmm. it's like the the setting of it and also they're really tiny on her like ripley's are in that movie it's so they're like absurdly tiny underwears oh, say it oh, yeah <laughs> absurdly tiny oh yeah <laughs> wait are you talking about me now hey come hey, on man they're just between us <laughs> All right. Any other notes on matriculated? No, I think that's good, man. Uh, Oh, real quick, since you were giving the definition of matriculated a minute ago, uh, I came across that like when watching this as the the title card between each of the movies, and I saw matriculated pop up. I was like, oh, matriculated. Guess I'll never know what that means. (laughs) That's why you have me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like I hope someone just tells me because even though I am actually like as I'm watching this movie and taking notes using the internet uh-huh, i did not uh-huh. ever think to like just look, look up, up that word on the internet well so it's one i almost didn't because it's one of those words that i was like oh i know that I, yeah i've heard that before but then i was like mm-hmm. i don't know that and when i looked it up i was like matriculated means to enter a university what the mm-hmm. fuck what a specific word why would i have ever heard that before like who would yeah. use that instead of just saying he got in the university or he got to college like mm-hmm. even better right like it's so funny to me that that's what that meant but it's kind of cool it's like i like the uh, the play on the matrix word and then they're like mm-hmm. yeah they're trying to teach it and bring it mm-hmm. into this idea or whatever that's kind of cool it's kind of a cool play on the title there so uh I do, like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, like, chewing. And then I was like, no, that's masticating. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, I okay. think where my head went with it first, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah I, I was matriculated like, a lot of stuff. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I matriculated earlier today. I, <laughs> I ruined that. I have a matriculation That towel. bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's move on to the final story in the Animatrix, which is Final Flight of the Osiris. Uh, this one is 
uh, a short film, like I said earlier, that leads into Enter the Matrix, the video game mm-hmm. that then moves forward to the Matrix fully uh, reloaded and beyond. Why did you say that? I didn't know that that's how it played out. Is that just like the timeline of it or how do you read that mm-hmm. about it? I guess. Yeah. So in this movie, uh, there's a. We'll go through the plot here. The, there's a hovercraft named the Osiris that discovers giant machine drills are four kilometers above Zion. The crew aboard the Osiris attempt to fend off machine attackers while the uh, while a crew member... Uh, I didn't name this character. <laughs> this character's name is Jew. J-U-E. Like, it's not me. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jew jacks into the Matrix in order to send a message to the citizens of Zion uh, as a warning. And uh, so... That's that's when they drop a um, that like uh, like a VHS tape or some type mm-hmm. of tape into the mailbox mm-hmm. at the the end of the short. Um, so in Enter the Matrix, the video game, uh, there's a, a, a cut scene, a, 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 a like clip mm-hmm. thing on YouTube that I watched before I started watching Reloaded, and it just takes you like through the story. Like you kind of have to fill in some of the gaps mm-hmm. yourself uh, between those cut scenes or whatever. Gotcha. But it does show that. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Niobe mm-hmm. uh, retrieves the the message gotcha, okay. and gathers. Um, in Reloaded, there's a, a scene at the beginning of it where she gathers a bunch of other uh, Zionites or whatever mm-hmm. that are in the Matrix. They all get together yeah. and they're like trying to spread word about the machines coming uh, so close to Zion mm-hmm. and uh, needing to prepare for that. So yeah, this works as a direct uh, lead yeah. in, and not only that, but the captain of the Osiris. He has a, a video message that he records mm-hmm. in that short. Uh, that message is then played in Enter the Matrix. Oh, okay. And I, I think <clears throat> in the movie, maybe too. The, yeah, yeah, I think so. I feel yeah. like I remember that. So that's interesting. Yeah. Kevin Kevin Michael Richardson, mm-hmm. who voices that that character, um, he his like visage is mm-hmm. CGI, but it's kind of like. Um, Digitized or whatever, yeah. so it it looks like it could be an actual person, but you know, it's interesting. We all know, yeah, we yeah. know. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I thought it was okay. The CGI was mm-hmm. okay. It looked like of the era, like it was pretty good. But I I liked the other styles more because they were just so different, you know. So this one felt kind of just like yeah. I don't know, simpler or whatever. Um, yeah, I did. My first note was uh, a pretty sexy fight we got here to start it off. Uh, the my note for that <laughs> yeah. was donk alert. <laughs> There's a part and, where uh, she like she uh-huh. she's like they basically they're fighting to with blindfolded in the Matrix like in the construct mm-hmm. in that like Kung Fu dungeon or not dungeon but like a dojo or whatever mm-hmm. uh, kind of like Neo and Mor- Morpheus fight but in this one I wish they would have done it with Morpheus and Neo uh, this one they're just trying to take each other's clothes off that's the whole point <laughs> is use your sword and take each other's clothes off <laughs> little by little and uh, there's a part where she gets in like she's just in like a thong and a bra. Mm-hmm. And she's facing the camera with her sword, and she just turns around and drops her sword behind her back to catch it in a way that would not be useful to her at all. But it's just kind of no. like, donk. Like, that's the uh-huh. entire purpose of it. Again, these mm-hmm. animators are freaks, man. Hell I'm yeah. here for it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's working out in our favor. Yeah. He also, she she gets his pants off, and she he peeks at her when he gets her clothes off. Uh, to her underwear mm-hmm. and then she peeks at him whenever she gets his pants off but you never see anything and I like to think that he didn't have any underwear on and he was hanging dog well, it, again it shows like when oh, they're getting it? ready to get jacked out of the matrix it like zooms out and he's got like a, a thong it's oh, like a black too. thong oh, man. I was like well, why didn't they just show it like because otherwise until that you're like oh he's just like free balling it seem like what if it's yeah. have you ever seen those like novelty men underwear that it's like an elephant and your, your dog goes, like, into the nose or whatever. That'd be hilarious if they, like, zoomed back, and he's, like, wearing one of those. Yeah. 
You're pretty fantastic. Or just like uh, women's panties, but he's like poking out the side <laughs> or whatever. Hey, yeah, uh, I can't fit because I'm pretty legit. And no, I'm not speaking out of personal experience. <laughs> of course not. No. But Brett. But I mean, yeah, yeah of course. Sometimes, you know. What I do on Thursdays is my business. Listen, mm. I don't need to know about it. The world doesn't need to know about it. Mm. But send me some pictures, bro. 100%. Okay, cool. Yeah. They're, they're in the Dropbox folder. Oh, good. Uh-huh. You dropped a VHS tape in a, <laughs> in a mailbox. In a mailbox. I got to go find yeah. it. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, uh, I don't have many, many more notes about this one. I thought it was kind of uh-huh. interesting how it plays right into the uh, Reloaded and everything. But um, you had mentioned, you had texted me before the show about how you were rewatch or you were watching the cutscenes which are available on YouTube as like a it's almost yeah. like it's like 50 minutes or an hour right of like cutscenes mm-hmm. from the Into the Matrix video game and yeah. I was so fascinated because Josh had mentioned that uh, our last guest had mentioned that the video games are like canon and so they they can add to the story at least uh, if not mm-hmm. fully like be integral like you'd need to watch them um, and then I looked online and they were like, yeah, that video game has like an hour's worth of live action footage that the Wachowski uh-huh. shot extra specifically for it. And it's like, wow, they really did a lot of work to make that part of the whole story. And I had yeah. no clue that that was that integral to the I thought it was just a video game, whatever. But mm-hmm. um, that's why I was curious. I, I did look online and I have a I have a Wii and you can play GameCube games on it. So I thought about trying to uh, find a GameCube version. But. I'm just mm-hmm. not sure that I would actually play through it. I did, I did find as yeah. well on YouTube, you can find like two and a half hour long videos of the full game like run through. Um, but I think I'm going to do like you. I'm going to try to watch those cutscenes. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if I'll be able to watch them all before Reloaded, um, but I'm going to I'm going to do my best to, to watch as many as I can. Um, yeah. But you've watched them all, right? The, the cutscenes. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, I think it was like 45 minutes or so. Right. And it, it takes you right through like that story. So I, I believe those chapters are in order the way they're mm-hmm. put together in that, that video. Right. Um, but there are sometimes two different versions of a scene um, because you could play as like either Niobe oh, yeah. or a male character named Ghost. Mm-hmm. And so depending on like which character you're playing at, uh, whenever you get to a uh, I guess like a, a save point. And you interact with another character. It will either have Niobe interacting with this character or Ghost. And sometimes they're like together or whatever. But like, you know, people get it. You can have. I, I don't need. I feel like I'm over explaining <laughs> this. I want to over explain. Video game a lot. So we're like, this is nobody a video game. Yeah. Do you know what you're doing? But this at all. So you hit the start yeah. button. <laughs> and it doesn't turn it on. There's also select. So you have to hit the power button. Oh, okay. Power first. Button. That's where people. That's where they get oh, you. Oh, yeah. Every dang time. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta blow but, uh, the cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Back in the day, there's a joke there, but I'm just gonna walk past okay. it. You know. Wow. Mm-hmm. I left mm-hmm. it open. Mm-hmm. Left the cartridge open. You want to blow in? Oh, yeah. The moth came out. <laughs> Weird. Thanks. <laughs> Go see. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Makes like a whistling noise. Um, so the the animation on this one is just straight up CGI. Yeah. I know in the the, the previous one, uh, what was it called? Matriculated. Mm. There were some CGI animated robots. This is just like full on CGI animation. Um, and I think I remember reading that the team that worked on this particular short also worked on that Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. It looks Within exactly movie. like it. That makes total sense. Yeah. Yep. So uh, yeah, it, 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 it certainly looks like. Uh, I'm certainly willing to believe yeah. it. I didn't do further research on it. Oh, yeah. I'm not interested. Uh, I'm just going to take the internet at, internet at it's, its word. It's certainly true. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, I think it, it really, this type of CGI works really well 
uh, I'm sorry, CGI animation works really well for a Matrix story, mm-hmm. but you know, there's still some like uncanny valleyness to the, it's the, the characters, era, right? Yeah, it's weird. But for the scenes where we see the the machines drilling into Zion, and anytime we see the uh, the machine, um, what do we call those? The like the the ones with the octopus arms and all that oh, stuff. Do Sandals. they have a name? Sentinels. Yeah. Uh, anytime <clears throat> we see those, um, they look cool. You yeah. know, they they seem like they fit in this oh, yeah, style totally, of animation. Totally works. Um, even though this whole collection of stories is called the Animatrix in association with anime as a film genre, mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't call this anime by any means. You know, it's just yeah. like CGI animation. But I think the only reason it gets away with it is because like one of the lead characters is Asian. Oh, so I'm yeah. like, is that is that what we're doing? It works. I but, mean, the team behind you know, it might have been Asian. I don't know. Uh, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know this. We don't know. I what it is? Could I look that up? Maybe. Will I? Nope. No, mm, hell no, dude. Um, no. Yeah, it seemed like. But also, it's like just animation and it's, it's just like animation anime in yeah. tricks. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the tricks on? <gasps> Us for thinking this is anime. Uh, I guess so. You say so. I don't know anime. Your, your Honor, I rest my case <laughs> and I have oh. some begging strips. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, during that uh, the opening dojo scene, there's the, uh, the song conga fury by juno reactor uh which was like a huge song for me back in the day because it was in uh if not the first the second mortal kombat movie oh okay and i was just like i listened to this song all That's the time awesome. I, I don't particular particularly like the song but it was just like on that soundtrack oh yeah and it would just like play you know so I, there's something about it where i'm just I like mean, oh shit back in the day when you bought an album for like $12, 15 bucks or whatever. You're like, I'm gonna listen to everything, whether I like it or not. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly, yeah, you have to. Good. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's so, there definitely like a lot of songs from that, from my youth that I'm like, I never liked this, but I still will listen to it to this day because it's mm-hmm. like, I remember the whole album or whatever. Yeah. Especially with those more combat soundtracks, man. Oh, yeah, for certain. Um, it, it, like you're a child you don't have a job you don't have to be anywhere like, I'm especially if it's like on a, on a weekend or summer yeah. you're like i got shit else to do i'm just gonna listen to this whole thing <laughs> yeah. front to back i guess multiple times oh man mm-hmm. that's the dream yeah truly just um any other notes on final flight of the osiris nah, man, that's it. for you hell yeah. yeah so what about overall what do you think um uh, I'm glad I rewatched this mm-hmm. because I did enjoy the bulk of it. I think some of it was just like, oh, okay, well that was, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It didn't really like add a whole lot to it. Um, but uh, I think there's like, if you wanted to watch like a timeline, like the Matrix timeline or mm-hmm. whatever, you could start with essentially the Second Renaissance parts one and two, yeah. and <laughs> then you know the Matrix, um, and then if you want to do kids story. Uh, you could mm-hmm. and uh, Final Flight of the Osiris play the entirety of Enter the Matrix <laughs> and then, <laughs> then watch the rest of the movies and then I think there was like another video game that came out just before Resurrections right there oh yeah there's a new one uh, mm-hmm. well there's a brand new one that's really just like um, to show the, the the capabilities of the Unreal 5 engine um, which is pretty cool, but because um, it's so realistic now but um, there's a few games that look pretty cool there's one called Path of Neo that's pretty neat that's oh. like a, a more of like goes back to the matrix itself instead of the sequels and stuff um that seemed pretty neat and there's another one too i can't remember right now there's like four total video oh there's a, the matrix online which was like a, oh, okay a big thing that you can't look at anything now maybe someone has like videos of it but it's it was a much different idea for a video game you know it's like a big open world you're kind of interacting with and stuff 
Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, that's a little different. But um, I would I'd be curious about some of these games, like playing them or, or whatever, eventually, because um, mm-hmm. I'm really just into this whole thing. I, I liked the Animatrix because I didn't remember a whole lot about it and I didn't remember really liking it or and I didn't like the sequels at the time, but I'm, I've come around on so much of it and the whole story of everything. Yeah. So I thought this was pretty integral. I think it, for certain, like you said, if you just watched even just the second Renaissance uh, parts one and two or whatever, that mm-hmm. I thought was a really cool backstory, gave a lot of info for the movies. And it was really like not necessary, but very like good to have some backstory. And so I think those two are probably not even my favorites of this, but like the, the best of them maybe. Because of what they're telling of the overarching story, but uh, I thought it was pretty cool. It's not that I thought it was gonna be much longer than it was. It's only like an hour and a half total for all nine of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not bad. It's like a movie, you know, not bad. Um, and uh, yeah, it was cool. I'm I'm really excited to rewatch Reloaded now after these because when I most recently did that, I didn't remember any of these animation stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, I hope it'll flush uh, flush it all out a little bit for me. So yeah, yeah. flashlight it all oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah, I just really want to get in there and just feel around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, get a get a sense oh, of the story. I forgot to empty it again. Oh no, not again! <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> I always always think of Kevin Smith when I think of flashlights because he has so <laughs> many stories on stage about it and about like there's like one where he got caught with pot going to Canada and it wasn't even his pot or he like forgotten about it or whatever. But he was like mm. the second they went on the bus, I was like, I have a flashlight in there and I did not clean it out. <laughs> and he's like, he has a joke where he's like, I imagine them being like, oh, look at this weird flashlight. And they turn it upside down. And they're like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of it when I think of a flashlight. Damn. You know, That's crazy. It's a beautiful world. Maybe we need some LTAS branded oh, flashlights. Yeah. You know? But you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it could be a good look. It's supposed to be like a flashlight. It's supposed to be like, you know, you can't tell what it is. But uh, I think some some subtle branding on there would mm-hmm. be all right. You know, like yeah. we could call it like the LTAS splooge tube. Splooge tube. You know? Oh, there we go. That, yeah. yeah. It'd sell well, yeah. right? Let's talk about splooge you can't sell, tube. Yeah. <laughs> you can't sell yeah. it at Walmart, but you know, otherwise it's cool. Uh, you don't have to put a parental advisory sticker on it or anything. I think we could do it. I think we can make it to an end cap. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> the, the splooge cap. <laughs> Wait, uh, I don't know if we can make that a show title or not, but I'm definitely going to write definitely that gonna be, yeah, Whatever, yeah, the tagline. That's good. All right, man. Well, that was fun, man. Uh, like, like we said, we're recording tomorrow for Reloaded. It's going to be mm-hmm. uh, just a whole lot of uh, stuff going on, but this episode will air this Tuesday. Uh, so when yes. people are listening to the this, 10th. Tuesday the 10th, you're, you're, you're on, so mm-hmm. Tuesday the 10th It's the only day you're allowed to listen to this. Three days from now, you get a whole new episode from us. All right? You get the mm-hmm. 250th episode. It's all about death. It's amazing. You're going to love it. Uh-huh. Come back on yeah. Friday for that. Then, next Tuesday, we hit you back up with Matrix Reloaded. You're right back into the game. Right back into mm-hmm. the Matrix game. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's going to be beautiful. Not the actual video game, The Matrix. You're, just to be clear. You're in the Enter the Matrix video game. <laughs> okay. You enter this is it. Where it gets confu- this is where the branding gets confused. Uh, we, we do not have the license for that. We cannot make that happen. I can't. I can't say that. All right. I mean, I take it back. Okay. But if you come back, mm-hmm. we guarantee you Uh-oh. two plus hours of flashlight talk. Okay. All right. That tracks. <laughs> we have to talk about flashlights tomorrow. We got we, well, we to. Legally, we're we obligated. Gotta tell yeah. We, it's in our contract it's in our, beyond okay. episode 250, flashlight talk all the I time. Don't wanna, I don't want to like say that and then not deliver, right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So that's all I'm going to deliver right now. That's all I'm going to promise. Flashlight talk. Okay. Two yeah. hours sprinkled throughout. You're welcome. Let's talk about stuff. Over promise, <laughs> under deliver. <laughs> that's our real, yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, okay. Yes. You can rate reviews on your favorite podcast apps. You can contact us. All the infos in the show notes as usual. Five stars is appreciated on any rates and reviews that you do for us. And uh, mm-hmm. tell your friends if you like the show and let us, let us uh, I don't know, infect more ear holes, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Like, man, let us put some ones and zeros up in oh, them Oh, man, we, man, we get two or three in there. I don't know if I can fit, Hell but yeah, I'll dude. try it. I will certainly try. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, this was a blast, dude. I had a whole of a lot, whole, whole lot of fun. Whole hell of a mm-hmm. lot of whole fun. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Somebody say something about whole. <laughs> that's okay. That's perfect. Well, go to get out of here. <laughs> Come on, man. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brett. And let's talk later. See ya. <laughs>Goatsy back, right? Like, back, man. He's not around. Anymore. I feel like Goatsy. I don't even know if like young people know who Goatsy is. Like he was an he was an internet celebrity. I know, right? If it's there ever was earlier internet celebrity, yeah. Is that like yeah? Is that like too far gone now? People don't even know. I wonder. I don't know, but like, how exciting for people to discover him, look into it, and discover. <laughs> you know, to stare into the abyss and let it stare back at you like that. Oh yeah, that'd be exciting. I remember early on in Slipknot's career where uh, they were interviewing one of the guys and uh, they were asking about the anonymity, wait, anonymity Mm, of it all. mm -hmm. Uh, And they were like, yeah, whenever we go through an airport, people don't know who we are. We're just like a bunch of regular looking dudes. So like uh, we can walk through a a grocery store or whatever without people coming up to us and hassling us or mopping us or whatever. And so I'm like, I bet that's the same way for Goatsy, you know? (laughs) People only know one part of him. That's and true. if he doesn't display it at the grocery store, mm-hmm. you don't know it's him. Yeah. In my head, though, <laughs> in my head, he's like uh-huh. at the store. He's wearing like cargo shorts. He, he bends <laughs> over to get something on a low shelf. And you can just see like a giant hole in the shorts, kind of like billowing in the wind. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like a, uh, a, a mast on yeah. a, uh, a pirate ship or whatever. Yeah, you just know that there's yeah. like a big cavern back there. Mm-hmm. Like a yeah. hidden cave behind a waterfall. You hear the light whistling of <laughs> yeah, wind. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can hear the ocean some, if you put your ear to it. Yeah, exactly. Some leaves are rattling around <laughs> in there. <laughs> you gotta clean that up, man. I mean, maybe there's a waterfall <laughs> happening as well. We don't know. That's the front. We don't. We don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the front. That's true. Uh, we don't know. We don't know a whole lot about goatsy. We don't you know, know a whole lot about goatsy. We don't know a whole lot about goatsy. <laughs> You know what? That's the, that's the name of our our investigative series. It's coming to CNN Plus. Oh wait, <laughs> they just canceled us. They canceled Didn't all of last for like damn it a week or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like not very long at all. And then like Big uh, Discovery Warner Brothers was like, uh uh-uh, puppy, mm-hmm. take it back. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. So our show is getting moved around. We're we're trying for Amazon now. Oh, great. Maybe some of that Netflix money. Oh, wait. Damn it. There's so <laughs> many options that just got taken away. There, so many shows like getting canceled off of I Netflix. Know, right? And it's like, um, so what are you guys doing? You're raising the prices on everyone. Yep. You are losing subscribers. There's a lot of 
uh, material that you host on Netflix mm-hmm. that are going to its parent company's streaming service. So you're losing those. And then, like, even some of the things that I thought were exclusive to your mm-hmm. uh, streaming service are moving to different networks, i.e. the Marvel oh, yeah. uh, Netflix shows. Um, and then you're, like, canceling your own series. And then, like, what's the, what's what's the game plan? Yeah. Like, Stranger... I feel like Stranger Things is... It's their juggernaut. It's coming up on his last season, right? No, there's... I've heard five. Four is coming up, and I've heard five is the goal, so... Oh, okay. But they're spending like 30... I think it was like $30 million an episode on Stranger Things. And I'm like, you guys don't have that much money anymore. (laughs) Like, I wonder... I, that's like a show that seems like it could not fail and they would not cancel it or, you know, they'd, they'd mm-hmm. finish it out properly, wouldn't like cut the budget or whatever, but uh, it's gotten yeah. bigger and bigger every year in scope and budget and everything. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. I, uh, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, we'll see. I don't. But man. Come see our goatee hole show. <laughs> we'll that's do right. a yeah. uh, two man show on Broadway. Oh, yes. Off, off, mm-hmm. off Broadway. In a, in a shawarma oh. deli. Oh, my God. Steven, we're going after the Tonys? Oh, yeah. We're going to get a Tony from this. <laughs> yeah. We'll call it Come See Goat See. <laughs> we're going to get it, man. I just want to hear, yeah, someone official mm. say that on stage. They have to yeah. announce that, yeah. Can't believe what we're saying? Goat See for yourself. <laughs> and he or she... Yeah. <laughs> Family's welcome. What? Uh oh. Oh no. That's yeah. We can't. Yeah. No. No families. No kids yeah. under three. Yeah, they'll get lost in the hole. Because <laughs> <laughs> the hole's really down. big and they're really small. Yeah, and that's the problem. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can't let a, a child go repelling. No. You know, like it's just not. You have to be a certain age, certain exactly. Height. Yeah. Yeah, we mm-hmm. gotta be a certain height to ride that ride. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, bring the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> they can play inside. Like an you know how like uh, the Harlem Globetrotters song with the whistling or oh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, they like whenever they show up, that whistling just starts for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Just like it occur- uh, occurs in nature. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like they start whistling, and then Goatsy's butthole whistles back. You know, <laughs> they're like, "Is it an echo? No, it's actually a whistle back." It's just him. It's a yeah. whistle back. That, he started it, actually. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. We'll record on three. One, two, three. Record. Oh, yeah. So I went ahead and started recording as I was counting down this time. Oh, because yeah. Because I've, I've noticed, and I've noticed this in the past, and I've tried to correct it, but I <laughs> simply have not. But usually when I hit record, I'm usually... Like when the audio starts recording, it's on the chord part of it, uh-huh. so it sounds weird whenever we edit it back into the show. It always starts to yeah, chord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. at least this way, it has the, the full word record, if not the countdown. You know, people so. have been very pissed about that. I know the picketing, the the protesting. <laughs> it's been insane. They're always like, yeah. "What is the chord going to? Yeah. What yeah. does that mean?" I think he's gonna hang himself. <laughs> oh no! Wow. Oh boy. Went dark. Yeah, very yeah. dark. It happens. Hey, man, when your skin is dark, you're going to have a dark personality. You know what I'm saying? Wait. Are you? <laughs> that doesn't track at all. I don't, no, I don't, I don't think so. But no, that's it's, very it's untrue. from your experience, and I won't belittle that, you know? Thank you. Mm-hmm. And my experience is the correct experience. And yeah. that's my truth, Stephen. <laughs> you're like, in my world, anybody who's brown 
grew mm-hmm. up in Oklahoma and is a serial killer. That's just <laughs> my truth. Yeah. Just, you know what? You can't blame us. It's not our fault. It's the system's <laughs> fault, you know? Man, that's one of those out of context if it's just me saying it. So I just want to point out that I was being mm-hmm. Brent sort of in that situation. I don't like to call out brownness in general. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're not the authority on that. Um, I wouldn't say so. Have you seen look, the belly? It's very I mean, white. like, if you you do have a potential to be like, look, one of my friends is a brown. Yeah, guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm best friends with a brown. Yeah. So. yeah. See, even there, I'm like, I can't say that. It's so I weird. Know. I don't like it. But it, but, it, <laughs> <laughs> but even still, you know, this is the the cone of silence on this this podcast. You know, that's why I love about it. Not a single mm-hmm. person, not a single soul listens to this. So. Yeah, not the it's outtakes, out. not this far out. No, definitely not. No. I mean, it's like the shows are so long to begin with. Oh yeah. Uh, no one listens to our our little rinky dink show on top of that. Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah, it's it's just like whatever they hear, they're just kind of passively doing other things. You yeah, know, the I listener. like that if they if they stumble upon us at all. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. doing dishes. They're oh, cleaning yeah. out their garage. Maybe fucking I don't know. What? Hey, you know, <laughs> someone's like every time they hear a doop, 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 they're like, Mama oh. Boner's coming up again. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, just got to make it to the clap clap. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of being like a timer or countdown, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, of course. You got 20 seconds, brother. You better mm-hmm. you better crank that shit. Oh, what is this? A remix? <laughs> shit. Oh, no. They extended it. Ah. <laughs> I guess we're edging now. Oh That's what we should do. We should lop off that end, put it at the very end of the show, so you have oh to edge God. throughout the entire show. Holy shit. And this is that open would... to females, too. I just wanted that to be pointed out. Everybody's able to do that, you know. Yeah. You just start fapping them in the beginning, and you, you finish, <laughs> finish it off at the end, you know. Let's get ready to fap. God, so silly. I know my so wife is, is not hearing me scream that through the door. Uh, if she is, it's just like her rolling her eyes. It's like, she, yeah, right. She's like, about right. She's like, I've, I've suspected Brent and Steven have had a relationship for a while. Uh, <laughs> I suppose they've escalated into jerking off in front of each other on Zoom. What if Let's Get Ready to Fap catches on as a catchphrase on the podcast going hey, forward? That's and, pretty cool. And then later, you know, just for uh, the, the purposes of uh, checking out the what the product looks like. Mm-hmm. I've ordered a shirt that says, let's oh. get ready to fap on it <laughs> with the tiny L tass underneath it. Uh-huh. And she's like, what is this? I'm I'm like, um, would she even know that term? No. Yeah. So she would, just, I don't, I don't let her learn yeah. things like that. That's good. You keep yeah, it on the it, internet. Uh, it's just like for funny people, you know, I can't have her <laughs> getting, getting a hold of that, that terminology. But ideally she would only stumble across it by using it incorrectly. And mm-hmm. then I, yeah. and other people around here would just, start cackling like mad people you know yeah i recall a conversation one time where i in your kitchen when we were visiting i mentioned something about butt plugs and your wife came up to me and she's like you seem to know a lot about butt plugs and i was like i'm on the internet yeah i know a lot yeah, about butt plugs. Like, that's not even like that weird to me uh-huh. i've never used one i've never seen yeah. one in person but i've yeah. seen a lot online uh, yeah. And it's like, it's whatever, man. It's the it's a thing. And I thought it was so funny. I was like, oh, you poor little sheltered little baby bird. <laughs> you know, don't let her eyes see those things, Brent. It's too much. You know, you can't we can't let her out of the cage. 
Well, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I keep those blinders on for uh, a reason. But Steve, going back to what you were saying, you, you don't own any. Uh, have you never been butt plug tasting? You never gone to a? I didn't realize that was a thing. A farm? Oh my god! Oh, wow, is it free range? Oh my god, free range! Like if you can pluck a butt plug directly <laughs> from the tree. Wow. Oh, it's delicious. I didn't realize you know? there was like you can be like fresh like that. Are they still jeweled? Um, they they have to mature. You have to oh. set them out in the sun for a while, sure. and eventually they harden up and, and become jeweled. But, wow, yeah. mm-hmm. that's lovely. Like, it, I really like that. There's like a movement back to you know, like farm to table, farm to butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, either way you're going, uh, we're here for you. America's that's right. farms. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think uh, the the person who created the jewel like smoking device, like that that oh, vaping yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. They were looking around their house like, what should I call this? What should I call this? And then they saw their collection of butt plugs. Yeah, I imagine. Like, Jewel? Okay. Yeah, I got okay. it. Either mm-hmm. that or it was a, a collection of butt plugs next to a collection of 1990s troll dolls. And yes. The, uh-huh. the, the jeweled belly buttons. And they mm-hmm. were like, they saw the two of them. They put them together like, oh my God, mm-hmm. vapes. <laughs> then the camera pans down and it's Jewel's debut album. <laughs> There's like so many jewels around them. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that'd be like a Matrix situation. I'd be like, uh-huh. why is there so much jewel around me? I don't like this. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's all for the, the butt plug, album. you know? Yeah, I mean, you gotta all, do it for the butt plug. All for the butt benefits. Butt benefits. Sink word. Mm-hmm. Sink word it is. Hey. Butt benefits. Mm. <laughs> That's right. We said Remember it. that for, for your next <laughs> performance re- appraisal at work. Oh, audience. yeah. What are mm-hmm. my butt benefits, though? Uh-huh. Well, let me tell you. Listen here, boss person. Mm-hmm. I am happy with my salary. I'm happy with my regular benefits, but let's talk about the butt benefits. <laughs> I want a ringed chair. Mm-hmm, you heard me. Right. Sometimes I get older and I got hemorrhoids. I need a better <laughs> surface to sit on. That's number right. two. I need to go number two more. <laughs> <laughs> I need more breaks. Uh-huh. Less judgmental stares when I have a 2004 copy of Maxim under my mm-hmm. arm. Yeah, that's true. I'm not 2004. I just like the I like the articles. <laughs> Is Maxim still around? I had to think. I was like, when I did no I clue. subscribe to Maxim? Which one I did. One time, I uh, had a Best Buy here in Tulsa in 2001. I remember this because it was the the year I graduated and moved to Tulsa proper. Yeah. Uh, I went there and they had a magazine section at that time. At Best Buy. At Best Buy, yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. They have washing machines now. <laughs> Washing machines, refrigerators, <laughs> yeah. still CDs for some reason, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, magazines. But um, they had like a whole wall of them, and I was trying to see if they had comics. They oh. did not. However, they did have uh, not Maxim, but FHM for oh, him magazine. I remember that magazine too. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, I'm on my own. I'm a man. Don't <laughs> mind if man. I do." So I like picked one up, and it's not for anyone who's never seen it. It's it's like Maxim. It's not yeah, anything it's like in bikinis. It's not nude. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I, I I picked it up. I took it to the register. It was a woman working the register. Mm-hmm. She looked at it as if I like handed her like <laughs> a penthouse uh, or something. The, <laughs> yeah, more or less, it was like a, the, the uh, anarchist cookbook, <clears throat> and oh, she was yeah, like. Right. Oh my God! What is? This? And um, she rung it up. I, I paid for it. She's like, "Enjoy your magazine." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I will." Yeah, That's, yeah, I enjoy magazines. That's why I got mm-hmm. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, that was bitch. That was a pl- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
but weird that was an adventure you know mm-hmm. i don't know that's uh i did subscribe to maxim for a while uh maybe ashamed to say i don't know it was the thing at the time i thought yeah, it was, it was so a thing cool. yeah mm-hmm. i i have a whole different viewpoint about uh who i was then and what i want out of life now is like mm-hmm. so different and uh, looking back on it sometimes it's like oh uh, yeah, I had a lot of those magazines, and uh, I thought that was super cool. Um, but now mm-hmm. it's not so cool. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, what did I do with those magazines? I probably just threw them in the trash at a certain point. You I'd know? be so curious if I had any around. That's why I was like, my 2004 copy, I'm like, yeah. I, I feel like I remember like Alicia Cuthbert on a cover of one. She was like in The Girl Next Door at the time. And I thought she was oh, yeah. super hot. She is hot. Mm-hmm. But I thought mm-hmm. at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, she's awesome. It's like I remember like certain ones of that era because I graduated in 2004. That's what I thought mm-hmm. about that as well. So it's, it's our wow. high school formative years, apparently. There that we go. Exactly. <laughs> it's a, uh, what do you call it? A, a rite of passage. Yeah. For young people. But it wasn't know? like a porno mag at all. I don't remember jacking off to no. it at all or anything. It was just, I, mm-hmm. honestly, it's like, it's it's mostly articles and like funny things or whatever. Like, you know, 12 gadgets men need. Like, it's all just like men stuff. I don't know. It had like, uh, not a centerfold, but it had like a, a, a photo shoot of like yeah. pretty ladies in there, right? Yeah, usually, um, yeah. But yeah, there was like tech articles and stuff yeah, and uh, right. don't judge us uh, <laughs> for, say, don't judge it was fine it was there fine was that, that common article they always had don't judge us <laughs> yeah you should have opened it up for that lady at the at the store <laughs> it's, it's right here okay it's like page one don't <laughs> don't let anyone judge you for yeah. reading this it's like okay good page two don't let anyone see you reading it so they don't yeah, have be, to judge you because it's very naughty <laughs> it's very you know? naughty. yeah <laughs> it's very naughty <laughs> Can I go back to, I just want to say that I love, not only that Best Buy had magazines, which I think is like a magazine, like rack, like a whole thing of it, mm-hmm. or whatever, like that's hilarious. Oh, it was like an aisle. Like an almost. aisle, right. Like, yeah, yeah, like a whole big thing. Like like you're shopping for CDs and they have magazines right next to mm-hmm. that full full stretch. But then two, that you're like, hmm, what if they have comic books? And yeah. if they had, that would have been amazing. But uh, mm-hmm. I think that would have been really funny if you're like, like you're like, oh man, I've been looking, for, this is like a really rare book or something. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. Found it at Best Buy in Tulsa. <laughs> It's like action comics number one. Yeah, right. Like something like yeah. people are looking for this, man. That's insane. Yeah. That'd be man, I used to love Best Buy so much. It was like it was great. my favorite store. Yeah. But then I just took a hard turn against it. I was like, I don't <laughs> want to deal with any of this, you know? I feel like I was tricked, but also uh, fell in love with the, the Amazon idea of the yeah. world, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I people suck, so like not having to see them and shop in person seemed really great. Mm-hmm. and. Um, I went to a Best Buy to get like a hard drive in the last year. I like ordered it online and then they have a desk and it was so empty inside and like literally half the store that of any Best Buy I've been in in the past few years is like appliances. And it's so mm-hmm. weird. Like it feels like, oh, they're not doing well. Like it's like a sign of like, oh, they yeah. need to switch their entire, like half their game up basically, mm-hmm. you know, to, to appliances, like such a boring thing. When Best Buy always seems so fun, but mm-hmm. uh, I went in there and there was like hardly anyone there and there was like one girl working the the counter like pick up whatever and mm. she didn't even look at me she just like walked away and i was like ask me okay. <laughs> and then she's, she's like, like oh, no hey oh yeah do you need something and i was like i'm she, standing here yeah <laughs> she just screams at you we don't have maxim here anymore <laughs> mr fisher you come in every week maxim hasn't even been a thing for 10 years please why are you, you constantly wear a fake mustache on top of your real mustache <laughs> wait brent does that not work Unfortunately not. They've oh they've God. gotten wise to our tricks. Yeah. Damn it. I've been I, I've been doing that for years. I think they have predator heat vision now. This <laughs> <laughs> is walking. It's like, mm, yeah, this one has a super warm crotch. <laughs> we know what he's here for. And it's perfect to call it like predator heat vision. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. the predator on either side. 
I mean, honestly, you have to have predator sight to watch out for predators. I, that makes sense, you know. That's what Chris Hansen Chris used. Hansen. <laughs> he walks out, puts on his fucking alien helmet with the dreadlocks. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got canceled because he's not supposed to have dreadlocks. He's <laughs> like, well, I feel like I was, you know, it was in more in relation to the creature, the predator, yeah, you know, the, the alien yeah. creature. And they're like, oh, wow. So if they have dreadlocks, they're aliens. It's oh, like, no. Aliens, wh- like, huh? Illegal, wow. you might say? Wow. Really yeah. went there. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, he was doing some good work, you know, but... Uh-huh. Um, for time. He just went about it the wrong way, so... Yeah. Now yeah. he's just so, a staff writer for Maxim. That's right. <laughs> he writes some really good articles. Some good articles. Yeah, yeah. He wrote a really good one about a Tamagotchi. You should check it out. You should check it out. Mm-hmm. It's real yeah. good. They're I coming back. Those, I love those tech articles. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Tamagotchi. How to Tamagotchi not kill it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, did you see? There was a hard hitting one where he it was it was really sad. Almost he was you know it's like what do you do when it dies? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was like fifteen pages long. It was really it was intense. Mm-hmm. You know he had a, a real relationship, yeah, built up. But um, you know some people do. Some you know, people do. I think we all learned a lot from that one because <laughs> I kept flushing my Tamagotchi down the toilet. What? Yeah, when they died. When they died, or yeah, which was almost daily. Uh, I I do not understand how Tamagotchis work. I was just like, oh. Wow. I have this. I guess I'll put it in a sock drawer. And then the next day I check it. It's instantly dead. dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of a, I don't know. I remember them being really popular, but I don't remember actually having one. I don't know. I remember mm-hmm. like them being around all my friends. Maybe my sister had one or whatever, but I don't think taking care of a digital thing is like good for me. No. I think I would forget like you did, you know. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, it's fine because it's just one since heroes. And they're like, right. what do you mean the dead? <laughs> what, uh, what do you mean? Put a new battery in it. Yeah. Idiot. Oh, is that work? Yeah. I was like, do you have to buy like a whole know. new one? What is it, how does that work? I have no clue. I, I think like by chappy? the time they hit our shores, mm-hmm. uh, I had aged up past them. Oh, I so they were around when I was in school, but yeah. I think I was just like, I was just like way too fucking cool. I didn't, I did not have time for it. Wait, did you have one? No. I thought you no, put so one in a drawer and killed it. No, this... I, I mean, for, uh, I thought you were giving me a life lesson in dealing with the sadness of, of your Tamagotchi pet. Steven, I hate to break this to you, but sometimes we um, say things that are not true. What? On this podcast, yeah. What? I know. That's I news know. to me. It's unfortunate. God damn it. Really it really is. God damn it. Wow, so you've mm-hmm. been lying this and in- Take off your face. Are you Brandy? Are you Brandy today? Is Brent alive? What is, what is fapping? <laughs> But benefits? But benefits to sync yeah. on three. I like we came up with that like half the time ago. It's like we were uh-huh. recording this for like 16 minutes. It was like eight minutes ago. We were like, but benefits? And we're mm-hmm. like, let's keep riffing. Let's let's keep on going. We can't stop. Won't, Won't stop. stop. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, <laughs> but benefits to sync on three. <clears throat> One, two, three. Butt benefits. benefits. Oh. Oh, Goatsy okay. made an appearance. Hey. I wonder if he'll be a character on a later episode. Oh, man. That'd be fantastic. Wait and see. L P A M.